still doing up? It's past one. I... I just thought I'd wait for you. Well, I'm home. You can get to sleep now. Come on. Andalay. <laughs> What's that for? Just glad you're home. Mom, I had the most awful dream. Elaine, where do you keep the bourbon? I'll be right down. Chris, I've got a guest. Please, Mom, I just don't want to be alone. I said, where's the fucking bourbon? Listening to the Buzzkill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 288. Welcome back to the Buzzkill Podcast. We're on today's show. We look up our dreams in a dream book, and it ends up reading more like the Urban Dictionary. <laughs> in. <laughs> Nocturnal emissions. <laughs> hot and fresh out the kitchen. It makes me think of R. Kelly every single time. Nocturnal, hot and fresh out the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sometimes it's hot. Nocturnal fresh. emissions. I mean, no, no, that's more. That's like if you're wetting the bed. Well, if you call somebody's booty the kitchen, then you're hot and fresh out the kitchen, <laughs> right? Right. Trip, trip, trip. Um, What's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And uh, this and R. Is... Kelly's in prison for thirty oh, years. Oh fuck yeah, he is. is he? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, because he. Peed on an underage girl. Yeah. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah. And he was stuck in the prison. <laughs> and then his cellmate pulled out his beretta. And I took out my beretta. Oh, <laughs> uh, now he's locked in. Do you think R. Kelly's in solitary? Or do you think he's out with uh, general public? Um, I, feel like he, I don't think I, they could put him in Gen Pop, no. could they? No, fucking... he's in that fancy prison where he's probably got like fucking HBO and everything. He's Dude, living the good life. He's in fucking. He's sad. in the prison version of Club Med. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's where he is. Hundred percent. Or I don't know. Maybe they'll just send him straight to like death. S- yeah, <laughs> like death camps. like hardcore, yeah. like butt pound in prison. Ooh, I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, he probably does too, to be honest. You know, you know, the R stands for rough. <laughs> <laughs> rough kelly <laughs> it's not the r word i was gonna guess uh hi james hey how's What's, it going hey two weeks in a row we're back at it hey we're back at it back except in the for saddle. we're recording on my computer because mike forgot all of his shit tonight somehow i this week has been and on top of forgetting all of his shit he also had one hour of one of the movies left to watch <laughs> so did. we just sat here for the last hour and we watched one hour of one of the movies that mike didn't watch yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's less effective. <laughs> people can't see me like I'm doing the hand motions. Uh, uh, yeah, people can't see me talking with my hands. You're but. doing the DX without the suck it. You're just holding your hands in the air. That's 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 all you're doing. <laughs> I'm doing the mics on a fucking roll this week kind of thing. I no, I'm not on a roll. This week has been absolutely crazy. So we have a we're throwing a big party this weekend, right? What kind a of big, party? Big shindig. A real a real basic bitch party is what we're uh, is yeah. what we're throwing. Uh, which actually that's the theme because we thought it'd be funny for everyone to show up in their most basic form. Um, but we're, uh, my, my girlfriend decided to call it a gala. So now anything less than like a real fucking gala is not going to be uh, acceptable. So <laughs> I don't know when we throw, no. when Dude. we throw parties, when we throw parties, like, like you've seen our holiday party, like we go all out. 
Yeah, but maybe just, that's more of a me thing than a her thing. But I feel like just, she's just calling as bad it a, as me. So. Just calling it a gala is not. Nobody has any expectations. Oh, not at all. I do though. Like, and that's to, the only one that matters. Like to me, it's going to be a bunch of people standing around drinking, like we always do, wearing <laughs> wearing basic bitch fall clothes. I think the idea is that it's going to be more than that. That was the idea. We're gonna we're gonna force it upon people by like actually having. Like an entire yard set up to be more than just yeah. Us none of together. none of us know that. No, none of us know. None of us were under that impression. Oh well, hey, that's no. so I'm saying. So now I'm you saying, got some insider information. So I'm saying you can't really complain because you kind of put that on yourself. Let me let me let me put this up. You put that evil on yourself. I spent two hundred dollars on corn stalks today. What? <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I'm just saying, you're well, stepping into a wonderland, is all I'm saying. I bought a new shirt. Oh, did you? I did. From the thrift store? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. Ooh, give me... It's you, to, oh, you want you're, some... You're going to pour some boyben and not give me any? I'm, well, hand your glass I over. I swear to God. Crying out loud. Amateur hour over here. I mean... We but ha- uh, we have been sitting here for an hour and a that's half. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, no, anyway, though, this week has been absolutely crazy, though, because on top of just trying to get our place ready because you know we've it's a it's not like we haven't been on the go like crazy for the last month so our house was not in any kind of shape so between getting the house ready getting the yard ready getting everything else done then me working a full week and then working extra and then oh it's just been it's just been hell i've had no time this week to literally do anything oh my so, gosh i know what a hard so week. basic what a hard week <laughs> what a hard week hey i'm making chili have you even you, have you even had time to stop and have a psl a PSL, a oh oh I got this a pumpkin sock lantern. <laughs> it's a pumpkin sock lantern. <laughs> I was thinking more of a penis semen lobotomy. <laughs> straight where, in the nostril. It's <laughs> where somebody shoots a load straight up your nostrils so forcefully that you can't think straight. <laughs> See, you got to do that right after you get a COVID test, so the airway is nice and nice and clear. The penis semen lobotomy. What is wrong with this person? But uh, anyway, though, yeah, that's just. Are we been, clipping uh, what's what's going on with that? No, I don't think we we're are. We're figuring our shit out because yeah, it's on my computer. My computer's, computer's weird. dumb. The main thing is um, glitching, but I don't think we're. Uh, I, I think we're good. Um, but yeah, no, no. Uh, other than that, though, it's just been kind of a crazy week. Uh, what's been going on since we've last convened? Uh, we went to Rockin' the Shores. Oh. That was fun. It was fun. That was actually a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I will um, say this. So we went to go see Vertical Horizon. Yeah, so that Vertical Horizon. You're wait, we, wait, we both We both just sang different songs. What songs? Oh, you're singing You're a God, yeah. weren't you? Oh, that's not... No one knows that song. Shut the, everybody knows that song. Hold on. We have to return to the OMC conversation from last oh, week. Oh, yeah. I do know the song. That was one okay. of my corrections. How bizarre. I, I do know that song. Okay. Okay. All right. I didn't realize it was the do 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 or however it goes. Wanna know the rest? Hey, by the rights. But Vertical Horizons, yeah, I know. I think they're most popular for "She's Everything You Want." Oh, it is. Yeah, she's everything you want. She's everything you need. Um, that guy's just as bald as always. Um, I was very doesn't age really. I I think he aged a bit. He looked well, like a, for, since the nineties, yes. But like yeah. but he still looks pretty he's like in his fifties. He looks isn't like he? a he is. He looks like a cross between um 
uh, 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 what's his name? Um, the dude from Disturbed. Yeah, David Strayman and... No, uh, is the that guy, the dude from Disturbed? Yeah, that's David Strayman. I'm no, pretty but, sure his legal name is the dude from Disturbed. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You learn something new every day. Because yeah, nobody knows who the um, fuck he is. And then the other guy that was on uh, fucking American Idol. What's his name? Oh, dude. Shit. Uh, what's <laughs> oh, God. Um, uh, Daughtry. He looks like Daughtry. D- yeah, Daughtry. Yeah, Daughtry, yeah. David, uh, David Strayman, and like a heroin addict. That's what he. That's what he looks like now. Just no, because he's he look, old no, and his skin's healthy. like sagging a little bit. No, um, I, I was. He, I thought he looked very youthful. I was and very much looking forward to seeing them. Mm. But I will say this: they were not near as good as Sponge. Sponge killed it. Who Vinny? I found out is sixty years old. Well. He's 59. 59. Sorry, 59. Him a little bit. But we all thought that he was in like his early 50s. Yeah. He's fucking almost 60. Yeah. And sounds ju- so super good still. Sounds amazing. It's not the original band anymore, It's but it's been the same band since I think 2012, I think. Yeah. Something like that. So they've been around the block a few times. Uh, they sounded amazing. Um, Sponge is one of those bands that like I grew up with. Not, I didn't even know they were local for the longest time. Yeah, had no idea until like way later. Two, three, four. Uh, um, uh, but yeah, like they were, and Sponge fucking killed it. Sponge, so good. Sponge was amazing. Uh, they, uh, why their bass player looks like Duff McKagan, which is <laughs> totally weird. Does. What is it with bass players? So I'm off. I'm off the. I'm like the new thing with bass players these days is you're you're supposed to be real real like fit and muscly and really into like yoga and shit That's like that. That's because for years nobody wanted the bass player. This so is them, they have to this like this is them trying now to like okay. get in touch. All right. Well, I started going to the gym again, so <laughs> give me a few months and I'll be I'll be up there with Duff. Yeah. Okay. Sure. But uh, um. And then their their drummer reminded me of Dave Grohl, like well, like Nirvana Dave. Well, Grohl. we found out their drummer now is the drummer of a band called Taproot from back in the day. Oh, dude, that's wait, who that was. Is that why? That's why there was Taproot Road, road cases. cases. Yep. yep. When did you figure that out? Uh, because Brian, I, I think fucking Brian looked it up while okay. we were while we were watching him. <laughs> All right, we yep. were we were sitting there going like, <laughs> oh, dude, they have Taproot Road cases. What the fuck? Yeah, I think Brian figured that out, and then uh, fucking Brian also became best friends with the elderly gentleman who played guitar for Vertical Horizon. <laughs> elderly gentleman. <laughs> Dude, that was actually really, it was yeah. really funny. Uh, Brian went over to, like, nerd out with him, and he just, he like, he went over to tell him, like, hey, man, it, you have an amazing tone, like, that helix, that line six helix sounds amazing coming out of this system and stuff like that, and they're, they're just talking, like, total nerd <laughs> shit, and then this girl comes up to talk to the guitar player. And you could see, <laughs> not on fucking Brian's face, but on the guitar player from Vertical Horizon's face, genuine disappointment. <laughs> because he was having such a good time nerding out with fucking Brian that he was like bummed out that this chick came to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, it's, it's like so, you, you could hear the, 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 the sad song playing as Brian was walking away <laughs> in so, the guy's eyes. <laughs> so he, so Brian walks back to us and then the girl like stands there and he's, she's chatting with the, the guitar player for a minute and then <laughs> we, we, we're just like making fun of Brian for nerding out with this guy and like, oh, you think you're so cool talking to this guy and, and, <laughs> and then 
from over our shoulder, we, we hear, hey, Brian. <laughs> we're like, he's calling you back. Oh, my God. Like, he actually does. like Because we thought we thought for sure, like, oh, Brian's just hassling this guy. He doesn't yep. want to talk to him. Oh, no, he loved it. But no, I mean, he. That guy gets out of the house twice a year. You think he doesn't want Brian to come up and They're talk? on tour, apparently. Are they? Yeah. Are we? Okay, here's another thing. Are we positive? Oh, and so was Sponge. Are we positive? Well, they're, Sponge plays dates. I don't know that I would ever call the Sponge on tour. No, they were. Aaron looked it up. They were like on a. It, it was like a few weeks or something like really? that they don't tour for like months at no, a time I, th- I thought even like even like their tours were like five dates spread out over a couple of weeks no i think they i think they do like a couple weeks at a time really? two three weeks at a time stuff Good. like that yeah Good. that's Good awesome them. yeah um back to the i mean all the, our kids are grown up and stuff you know back, no, <laughs> back to the guitar player vertical horizon sure, are yeah. we positive that that's not robert plant because he looked exactly like <laughs> fucking really robert does. plant he does <laughs> His pants weren't tight enough. That's <laughs> uh, true. It's true. Uh, anyway, though, that was a good time. And it yeah, was, it was a lot of fun. It was fun because it wasn't your hometown, but uh, they played at this thing called Rock on the Shores, which is this bourbon and music festival uh, set up by Vinny Dombrowski, the singer of Sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he's a local boy. He's from St. Clair Shores, which is where I grew up. Mm-hmm. And they put on this bourbon and music festival literally half a mile from the house that I grew up in. Like it's yeah. so strange seeing a big stage set up with bands and stuff playing in the middle of fucking greater Mac. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's just, it's kind of surreal that that's a thing that my city actually does. And I, I once again, live in St. Clair Shores too. Sure. We walked from my house. That's how close we were. Um, so it's just really cool that, that actually is a thing that happens. That little in my section of greater Mac really lends itself to the event though. It does. Like with the, co- like for some reason, for some reason there's a, a quarter mile stretch of Greater Mac that's cobblestone. Yeah. Just randomly. Well, the sidewalks and stuff, yeah. But the the street is too, no, isn't no, it? No, the street's not. Isn't it? Well, whatever. The sidewalks are. <laughs> we can't afford cobblestone. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but there's like a quarter mile section yeah. where it's just like this cool hip little uh, That's area. because St. Clair Shores has something called, and I quote, the Cool City Committee. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not shitting you when I say that either. Do you have That's to a real thing? Do you have to be a resident of St. Clair Shores to be on it? I well, yeah, it's it's part of city council. Get on it. Get on it. Get on it. Seriously, I should you should I try should. and get on that, dude? Oh, it's funny. Like back in the day, we would be talking about girls, and we would say that same thing. And nowadays, now that we're older, we're talking about city council committees. <laughs> You should get on that, dude. If if there was ever if I was on it and I had to stage like a uh, like a a, a a protest that uh, that we needed to get something, I would say, "Don't pity the cool city committee." Damn. Right. The right. Co- oh my god. <laughs> the itty bitty cool city committee. <laughs> That's so cool. No, seriously, you should try and get on there because you're kind of cool. You're kind of cool. Think so? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. With this beard? Uh, <laughs> not any. No. But like, but like, especially with the uh, the theater that like the theater that they're reopening to be yep. like a brew and view kind of like yep. you should get on the itty bitty I mean, cool. In city fairness, committee. that'll be open in about a decade. Well, but whatever, still. dude. You should yeah. get on that thing and like make some real changes. I'm into it. I'll do it. Yeah. Because um, you got good ideas. Some night hunt and mayor mayor uh, reunion shows there, Bro, huh? Hell huh? yeah, huh? Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, any, anything else this week? Nah, no, we're good. Nah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is weird. I don't have a screen in front of me. 
I'm lost. Well, you I have am several, so. You have several screens in front of you. Those don't count. Oh. <laughs> I am so lost without my computer. So hopefully, I'm not going to flub this up too much. But I think we go into corrections now. I'm pulling a U. Yes, <laughs> we do. Stupid! You're so stupid! All right, James, got a couple corrections here. Yeah, dude. Even without my computer, I still got the goods. Yeah, man. I come prepared. Right on, uh, dude. Sully is the Tom Hanks movie Sully. Yeah. about the plane ride that landed in the Hudson. About, about Sully. Sullenberger. Direct, directed by who? Clint Eastwood. James Woods. <laughs> oh. That's a Clint Eastwood flick. I actually didn't oh, know right that. All right, on. Uh, the Sean Cunningham Friday the 13th lawsuit started 2016. Oh, wow. So that's how was fucking like right long when, it's been. Right when we started. We're old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did not think it was that that long ago. Uh, and then uh, my third correction is, we already talked about it, uh, the band is OMC. Yes, I know the song. How bizarre. How bizarre. What how bizarre. Um, this is just because I made the joke to some of my friends who have no discernible sense of humor. I know that I didn't get castrated. When I got a vasectomy, <laughs> wait, who said something? I'm aware of that fact. Who I can't, I can't even remember who it was, but some, I can't remember who it was, but they're like, you know, they don't actually like castrate you. Yes, I know that. It's, it's your dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I'm aware that a vasectomy is not castration. Um, Might as well be though. I also know that koalas aren't bears. I just need to oh, clear that up in fair, case anybody fair. hears that. Um, the name of the porno that Mike found in the Star Wars tape was Cock Crazed Cunts. <laughs> How do you know that? And I love that that is because I because I remembered it somehow. Um, uh, Mike didn't play any correction sound last week. Oh, I so, did. Yeah, correction. Yeah, Mike didn't yeah. play the correction. So that's by me. It's in there. I must have muted the track or something. Yeah, it it's definitely something in like there. But yeah, sorry about that. Uh, QE two. Queen Elizabeth II. I was, thought. Was sorry, not, I thought we needed to slow down a little bit and just not have any distractions. That's, for about five seconds. Yeah, that was it. Good recovery. Yeah. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II was not part of the patriarchy, as Mike described her. She was part of the monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, she's part of the patriarchy. Double the patriarchy. Uh, and also, speaking of being inbred, Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip were actually third cousins. Are you shitting me? Mm. Oh, it's still going on. So, oh, my mm-hmm. God. That's why Harry left. Yeah. He's like, I'm not fucking my cousin. Like, <laughs> you want me to fuck who? Who? What? You want me to fuck the queen? That's fucking gross, mate. <laughs> they got to keep that direct bloodline going. All the grandkids had to uh, shack up a granny. Oh, I'm not shagging my grandma. <laughs> um, Andy Nyman is the uh, the the guy who uh, behind Ghost Story, the uh, oh yeah, the yeah stage play yeah okay. Um, you do know how bizarre. And I was thinking about. We had a lot of corrections last week. Well, this Holy was shit. this was more me just like nitpicking shit because I actually listened to the episode and like took it all in. Um, speaking how, how of, speaking of taking things in, this part is about testicles. I was I was re-listening to the part where we were talking about who's where did the balls come from yeah. in uh, uh, hard, uh, candy. hard candy, and we said they were probably oh you can go to a butcher you can get pigs balls or blah blah blah. They were probably the other dude's balls. No, but she, maybe she did the same thing to him, though. But she killed him, so who gives a shit? No, she said that he killed himself the same way that he did. 
Okay. <laughs> so unless she cut off his balls after he's dead. I mean, why not? Because because for the same reason that she wanted him to kill himself rather than her touch him, she didn't want to yeah. physically do anything. Damn. You're right. I know I'm right. You're right. And I that bums me out because I thought, ooh, that's dark. Like that would have no, been you, you thought, ooh, I got him on this one. No, 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 no. I I honestly didn't like it just it occurred to me, I go, wow. Wait, why did she have Now that would be balls? funny. That would be funny. It wouldn't but, be funny, it would be dark. And and like I thought But if that guy told her that Patrick Wilson was the guy that actually killed the girl, she'd want to cut his balls off more than the other guy, and she didn't cut Patrick right, Wilson's right, off. Right, 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 right. So there you go. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, she made him in like a creepy crawler's oven. <laughs> Hey, that's Creepy crawlers. All right. Um, <laughs> that's it for corrections. All right, James. Uh, tell the good people what we're doing this week. Good people, this week we are talking <laughs> about uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Part uh, Trace. Part Trace. Dream Warriors. Yes. Um, the Dream Warriors. Fucking docking, bro. Down. Oh, dude. It's, it's, it's maybe Never the... Never dream again. It's maybe the best theme song to any movie ever ever hell yeah like i'm not i'm not even kidding you i'm not either that. yeah that's why i just said that yeah um <laughs> next to celine <laughs> <laughs> um celine titanic oh so okay <laughs> i thought you were talking about selena oh like no. the uh yeah you know what i mean yeah no um, fuck that so <laughs> to go oh we have to actually it just occurred to me we have to drink a fudgy kruger as well yeah later we, 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 oh so we're just are we doing a fudgy kruger right now no no, and we'll then, do, uh, no, we'll do Freddy Krueger when we get to Nightmare. Nightmare is always going to be movie two. We did. I know. No, and last week, if you if you, uh, you said you listened to the episode, James, I did, but I can't last remember. Last week we said we were doing it opposite from moving forward. It was going to be the other way. Yes. Right. Yes. Um. So to go with, uh, the second movie. In fairness, this goes with both. This does go with both. So, um, <laughs> I lo- I love this. Um. <laughs> So we're talking about Dream Warriors. We're talking about Dream Warriors, and yes. we're also talking. We're also talking about Dreamcatcher. Yes, the Stephen King the, adaptation. The the that one. The one about yes. shit weasels. <laughs> shit weasels. And I love it. And horrible flatulence. Um. So to go along with those movies from Evil Twin Brewing, this well, is. Well, this is what's the theme? Huh? What's the theme, James? Nocturnal emissions. <laughs> Right? Dreams, baby. Oh, dreams. Dreams. <laughs> yeah. So to go along with that, and to go along with the uh, the title of the episode, and Nocturnal to go, Emissions. And to go along with most of my Thursday nights. Thursdays in particular? Yeah, very, yeah it's weird, right? Weird. I'm on a weird schedule. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's Tuesdays for me. Yeah, well. See you next Tuesday. Uh, from Evil Twin Brewing, this is Wet Dream. <laughs> <laughs> this is brown ale brewed with coffee. <laughs> it's that brown ale, all right. And brewed with coffee. Coffee makes you stay awake. And it's brown shit demons. And it's brown shit demons <laughs> coming out your ass. Come on, it's everything. Yeah, baby. It's everything. A, a beautiful brown ale boosted with... <laughs> beautiful brown ale. <laughs> a beautiful brown ale boosted with gourmet espresso beans, providing a delightful blend of citrus and spice aroma. The result is amazing, lusty, and incoherent. Yes, it's your wildest desires in a can. Ooh. Oh, my. Put your wildest desires in my can. I mean, in fairness, <laughs> most, of, most of my wildest <laughs> desires have to do with evil twins. So, 
Yeah. Just, I'm just saying. Most of mine have to do with wet dreams. Well. That's my desire. I just desire, <laughs> I just desire to always have wet dreams. When, when, when James is feeling in the mood and his wife's not around, he actually goes and just looks up at people dreaming, waiting for someone to have a wet dream. That's it. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's my bread and butter. Uh, this is brewed by Evil Twin Brewing in Stratford, Connecticut, distributed by 12%. This is our, is this our second Evil Twin in a row? Uh, no, we never, no, we had fucking Fudgy Krugers and Schmirnoff Ice last week, bruh. Isn't Fudgy Kruger? Oh, that's, uh, Big Lake. We had an Evil Twin, like, two weeks ago. No, we had, we had a 12% distributed by... I think that's what you're thinking of. It was an evil twin, though. Was it evil twin? Okay, I'm, I'm pretty fair. sure. Maybe I don't remember what it was. Maybe it was. Who knows? Or no, was it the abomination? That could have been it. it maybe sounds like sounds about right. Maybe fucking uh, twelve percent. Twelve percent just has their finger in every butt. Maybe. Oh crap! I gotta. Ooh. Talk for a chug, second. I gotta chug, chug this. Chug, chug, chug. I don't know what to talk about. Did you know that? Ah, it's cold. An armadillo has absolutely no relation to a llama. What? Yeah. Don't spread false information <laughs> on our show, Mike. Well, look at you with a respectable pour this week. I know, right? I got I got it down. I got good at head. <laughs> All just overnight. Okay, so um do we so we don't have enough fudgy Kruger to get us through this whole series, right? Uh well we can buy more. Okay. That's you know, that's what stores are. I for. just I just I have an idea. Oh. But I'll get to it when we talk about Dream okay. Warriors. That's so. fair. Um, so this is Wet Dream from Evil hey, Twin. Cheers to Wet Dreams, bro. Cheers to Wet Dreams. Do you remember your first? My first one? Mm. Yeah, it was when I stayed the night at your house. Oh, that um, brings me back to my first. Oh, man. A lot of coffee on that. There really is, actually. A lot of coffee on Woo! that. That's not bad, though. Uh, no, it's tasty. I mean, if you like coffee beers, it's, uh, it's tasty. I'll it's... tell you what. This mustache is a uh, it's a foam catcher, mm-hmm. and it's getting pretty big. <laughs> I just shaved mine down the other day. Yours is nice. Mine's getting fucking burly. That's the point, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine I figured I I figured I needed to at least keep it for the fall party. I was chewing on mine in the front, Ew. like 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 in in the Hitler area. I was <laughs> I was chewing on mine. Chewing on it? Yeah, it was long enough to where it was like getting caught in my teeth. Oh and, yeah, I can. I can. Yeah, and uh, and Kristen looks at me. She goes, "Are you chewing on your mustache?" <laughs> That's so gross, dude. No, <laughs> totally was. There is something like there's it. It's gross. It's it's. I know it's gross for my wife. My wife. Yeah. I know it's gross for her. For me to have this mustache that catches all this stuff, but there is something like. There is something that feels uh, manly about like when you take a big swig of beer and then afterward you do the thing where you do this. No, it's awful. And like suck the beer out of oh, your mustache. Gross, dude. Yeah. You know what's in that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> the day. Oh, the day. Everything. The from day is the flavors. Day. <laughs> it's it's like you're get it's it's like you're looking back on the day. Yeah. With a beer. How come every? Uh, With a beer. It's you're enjoying a beer and so also gross, looking though. back on the day. No. Just I also I also wash my mustache like so do I like no like twelve times a day. I oh, okay I'm not gonna go that crazy. I do it a lot because I can't stand it. Like I, pretty much every time I eat, I go and I'll like I'll take a handful of water and just like and like do that. Sure. And then I rebrush brushing, it and everything. Brushing your teeth is the worst. 
like, I don't know about you, I get like a goatee of toothpaste. No, I'm pretty clean when I brush my teeth. Yeah. Because I even gross my, like, brushing your teeth is fucking gross to look at. Like, I can't stand to look at other people brush their teeth. And I don't even like looking at myself if I'm not being clean about it. So I try to stay as clean as possible. This is... This is- I don't like when people have. Sh- I don't like when people have stuff on their face. No, that's gross. I I can't stand licking shit out of my beard. It just I don't know. It just it tastes like the day, and apparently my day just tastes like old ass. Like that's <laughs> that's it's all I get. <laughs> Maybe you should stop kissing Tim's all day then. Oh, oh. I'm, but I'm Catholic. <laughs> Mike spends his day. Kissing the ass of a 75-year-old uh, priest. I was on my knees a lot today, in <laughs> fairness, with him. So, I mean, I, 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 don't know what to, I don't know what to say about that. Anyway, James, this beer is delicious. It is quite good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, even without my, uh, my trusty old sidekick here, uh, we do have a couple of uh, trailers to watch. Oh, James. a couple, you say? Oh, yes. Okay. One we have to, one I want to. Right. It's kind of, you know, some days it's two, some days it's one. It's like, you know. We do whatever the fuck we want, yeah. dude. Some show. days I'm a two finger kind of guy. Some days I'm a one finger kind of guy. Yeah, come on. I feel you. Anyway, let's do it. <laughs> I feel you, especially on those two finger days. All right, James. Uh, trailer trash. Yeah, buddy. It's where we do stuff. Where we watch trailers and get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, first uh, movie for trailer trash. Uh, we cannot. We cannot uh, do this without talking about maybe one of the most talked about trailers of the entire week. Right. Admittedly, we we both have watched this we trailer have, already. We, I, we typically go into, at least I go into these trailers blind. I literally texted you and I said, James, just, just go ahead and watch it. <laughs> I know you said that you were going to do your best to not. Just do it. I mean, I could have <laughs> held out, but I'm glad that I didn't because uh, I, I was excited to watch it. What are we talking about? Uh, so the Hellraiser trailer. Yes. Um, oh, the Jamie Clayton starring Hulu original Hellraiser. Yeah, buddy. So here we go. Beautiful, isn't it? It's really nice. You can hold it. What is it you pray for? Yeah, dude. Bless you. Um, Hell sneezer. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, shit. Hold on. Uh, It's Um, going still. Um, That looks so... Dare I say the word, James? That looks so boss. Oh, wow. (laughs) You know why? Reaching reaching back into 2005. I know. Well, hey, it's Hellraiser territory. They're still putting sequels out at that point. Um, No, uh, I'm... So beyond excited for this. Yeah. Last week we talked about this because we talked about the couple of stills they put out. Yeah. And I I made the I made the the proclamation, if you will, that how funny would it be or how awesome would it be if they gave Jamie Clayton that super deep, like uh, uh, Doug Bradley voice, and they kind of did. And then I made the proclamation. <laughs> Of course, they're going to modulate her voice. Well, modulate, yes, because, but still make it super deep because like that. Why wouldn't they? 
Oh, dude, it sounds you so stupid good. stupid idiot. Yeah, it sounds... It sounds so it, her, yeah, her voice sounds awesome. Chatterbox she looks, looks amazing. She looks great. Chatterbox, the, the fucking one. mask. Yeah. And then there's the there's another one, too, like a, a very quick glimpse of another one who's mm-hmm. uh, got no bottom jaw. Yes, yes. It almost has a... You know what it looks... It almost looks like the mask from uh, Zorro. No, the hills run red. Oh, I can see that. Like it's kind of baby dolly. Mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of baby doll face. Yeah, yeah. It, this looks it looks dope. I also dude. like how I'm they changed excited. the puzzle box. Yeah, the puzzle box has a bunch of different looking configurations well, to the, it now. Well, the the girl in the uh, in the trailer mentions the fact that the the puzzle box has six different sides, six different configurations. Yes. Yeah. Well, one of them's like super long. Yeah. One of them's square. One of them's like a like a weird octagon, not octagon, but like a severagon. A decahedron. <laughs> a decahedron. <laughs> <Sure>. decahedron. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, dude, listen. If you pick up a puzzle box and you say, "Hey, if I solve this, do I get a prize?" and the guy standing in front of you says, very ominously, "I do." You're getting molested. Fucking put, yeah. <laughs> nothing good is like at the very least you're getting molested. At the very worst, Cenobites are showing yep, up to kill yep. you. Like, just put it down and walk away. Yeah. There was. <laughs> like, I am so I'm already pissed at that guy just from the trailer. Like I'm, so, I'm very pissed at that guy. I'm so beyond excited for it. Yeah. I'm, I I won't lie though. There was a part of me that while watching it just now, I did think to myself. I'm extremely sad that we are not getting a follow-up story to Judgment. I liked Judgment. I did. I loved and, Judgment. And, and like bringing bringing Heaven into the the picture yeah. with Judgment, yeah. I thought was a a pretty cool move. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think Judgment is in my top three Hellraiser movies. Like that's how much I like that movie. Yeah. Well, considering a lot of the sequels are dog shit <laughs> i'm not as much of a hater on the sequels as a lot of people are i know some of them are absolute dog shit i yeah. agree they're not all bad though but like judgment, debtor but is judgment, actually really good but judgment was pretty damn good so like yeah judgment was so good. It, so to, yeah. what i'm saying is it does it doesn't it doesn't strike me as crazy that uh that it's actually in your top three yeah i um, i loved it and i'm i guess you could take it as being that like if you look at it as sort of a reboot in and of itself, which it kind of was, you can look at this the same way. Yeah. You know, like, yes, there's a, a new pinhead. Mm-hmm. It's it's just, it, but it's a different pinhead. This is not the Doug Bradley pinhead. It's a completely different story, different hell priest. Judgment was the exact same way. Different mm-hmm. pinhead hell priest with a different cast of characters. And that movie ended, spoilers, movie ended with pinhead losing his power. Yeah. And I guess you you can end it there. Like that's the end of the story. Like there isn't anything else to that story. I mean, that's it. I mean, if you think about it, though, like so, there's always. I so and, want and, there and, to be more, though. But like, <laughs> but and granted, I'm not. I'm not super up to speed on my uh, Clive Barker lore. Yeah. Um. But it 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 kind of makes sense. Like if in Judgment he he loses his his power at the end and is no longer the Hell Priest. That's it. A hell priest. Ha- there has to be a new hell priest. Sure. So maybe Jamie Clayton's hell priest if is you, the next one in line. If you're choosing to look at it from that perspective, uh, I don't know that it's written that way. No, I, I, it, I also I'm, wouldn't I'm, know. I'm guessing but. that it's not. But like, but you say you want more from from that particular story. 
when we when we came out of judgment, we're like, oh, like what's gonna happen next? Is he gonna get his 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 powers back? Is yeah. he gonna become Pinhead again, or is he just gonna become Jake on the corner? I th- I think <laughs> I think that like to me, being here on Earth would almost be like purgatory for the Cenobites. You know what I mean? Yes, one hundred percent. Like if you're a Cenobite, you're this creature of like just like you you live in the realm of like pain and pleasure and and like just pure hedonism and then if you lose your right to being a cenobite you end up in purgatory which is just living some mundane existence on earth right i have i have an alt for you okay i know we're getting way off topic yeah, here whatever, we're dude. no longer talking it's about it's our fucking uh, show but what if the sequel was this the sequel to hellraiser judgment was this pinhead goes to earth right He's Welcome banished, to Earth. He's banished there. It's supposed to be like a living hell, right? Right. But he ends up falling in with the crowd and opening, working his way up the ranks and opening his own fetish club <laughs> that has all of like that type of stuff going on in it. Yeah. And then he's got like his own army of weird fetish freaks, right? That yeah. are like like on his back. Right. And then he there's this war between the Cenobites and the human fetishists. <laughs> And and he ends up winning, proving that humans are even more evil than fucking de- demons. Yeah, yeah. And then, but then yeah. what? What's that? But then what? Then what? What? I mean, you prove that humans are are more hedonistic than the Cenobites, and then what happens? Ends the same way. All of those previous Cenobites become humans. No, he ends <laughs> up going to jail, which is the new type of purgatory because he did like the dog peanut butter trick and broke some laws or something <laughs> i don't know so so he gets kicked out of hell and becomes human and then just becomes a perv and gets kicked out of society and gets put in prison <laughs> that's it <laughs> sequel three we're just devolving from here damn that's now, just, now he's on 60 days in, and he's the uh, he's, that's, that's, he's the prison boss. That's layer cake, baby. Yeah, dude. Anyway, all right. All right uh, our next movie for the night, uh, okay, that's Hellraiser. So, so now this one, I don't know what it is. So Mike's you gonna, know nothing about Mike's this. Mike's going to tell me. Uh, look up the trailer, James, because yeah. you got the uh, keys. Okay. Knock at the Cabin. This is the new M. Night Shyamalan movie starring Mr. Dave Bautista. Okay. Oh, yes. And I have not seen this either. This is a completely blind watch for me, too. Knock at the Cabin trailer. Here we go. All right, here we go. This is Knock at the Cabin. Are we going to sing along? Yes, of course! Your family has been chosen to make a horrible decision. to choose the world went what the um, fuck all right yeah i'm into that <laughs> <laughs> i think that looks great yeah that looks good um it's essentially if you've not seen the trailer obviously go watch it come back but uh dave batista in all of his fucking hulky goodness walks out of the woods <laughs> looking like a mormon door-to-door knocker and he's with a bunch of uh i can i can be mean to those people because they're annoying um <laughs> he and he's with other people and he's like 
we, uh, my heart is broken because of what I have to do today. And I have to make a decision. And your family has been chosen to make that decision. And if you answer wrong, it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, they all look like crazy cultists. And I'm so into that. Yeah, but you know, it's, it's M. Night Shyamalan. So it's like, maybe it's going to be... So what's the twist? What is the twist? Uh, the little girl is actually the Antichrist the whole time. Oh, that could be it. You know what I mean? I'm into that. She's adopted. No. I know that See? because her dads aren't Asian. I'm right. Per- I'm perceptive. <laughs> um, either that or she holds the 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 long, uh, the the only known recipe to the hostess Twinkie left known to man. That could be it. She has the she has the she she alone has the recipe. She alone has the recipe to Twinkies. Yes. Whew. Yep, that's it. So what's the decision then? <laughs> to give it to me or not. <laughs> give me your Twinkie. I am Batista. You have to make a horrible decision by the end of today. <laughs> give me the give me the recipe or not. No, but that that yeah, I'll give you the recipe. Just don't smash my dad's face in with a hammer. All joking aside, the movie actually I think looks pretty good. It looks cool. Shyamalan's looks like there's been on a tear again lately, bro. Uh, I like I hate people who hate on M Night Shyamalan. And well, that is yeah. one of my least favorite jokes <laughs> in all. Like it was probably it was probably funny the very first time the very first person who said it said it. Sure. No, uh, Shamalama Ding Dong, and everybody's like, ah, that's fucking hot. And then after that, it ceased to be funny. It's kind of like the what's up. Like, I don't ever want to hear somebody do that ever again. Well, but that was funny for like a year. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Was it? Oh, yeah. But I'm saying got, that because your family fortune is based off of it. Budweiser got a lot of mileage out of what's up. Um, <laughs> but like, uh, what the your hell was mom I? Mom got a lot of mileage out of it. She did. She did. Literally, she did. <laughs> Uh, it looks like it's shot really nicely. Like yeah. there's there's a lot of really cool striking shots just in the trailer sure. itself. So yeah, I sure. think uh oh yeah, but I was going like going back to the Shyamalan hate. Uh I just don't get it. I, I think that I think that people jump on that like hating M. Night Shyamalan bandwagon just because it's the like the funny, cool thing. But they I do. don't think they do anymore. I think he came oh, back. People still do. I, people, well, stupid. people still do. He dude. came back with the grandma movie. Um, we did it. I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, the vis, um, the, the visit. Yeah, or the visit. Yeah, he came back with the visit, and like ever since then, he's been on a tear again. What was? It's like his original run. Like he, like every movie he's doing is getting really, really amazing. There reviews. was something so, after that, though. Oh, there's been a couple. Uh, yeah, he's put a he's put a couple up. What was after that? I can't remember. Old was his last one. I know that. And then, I'm so old. I'm so old. Oh, split and glass. Split glass. Old. Yeah. Um, devil. I well, mean, yeah, devil. I mean, devil was like back older. in fucking twenty. Oh, geez, twenty ten. Oh, and he was just a producer on that. But even still, like people have continued on with the like the M Night Shyamalan hate, well, and I've dumb. never understood it. Yeah, it's stupid. I think it was one of those things where it was like he got too big for a while. Yeah, it's possible. You're, I mean, you're just it's like a, it's a, it's like I've said before. It's like I, people hate on Tiger Woods because he's too good at golf. Sure. People hate on fucking Tom Brady because he's too good at football. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, M Night Shyamalan, and it, it's 
I, I guess I wouldn't necessarily con- consider like compare him to those two because they are the they are the two greatest of all time in their field. Sure, M Night Shyamalan's not the greatest of all time as a film director, but he no, was, but he's really good though. He's very very good, and like I, I think people just got fed up with like the twists and stuff like that. It sure. became a meme almost. Well, it became his. It's because you could expect it every single movie. Right. It became kind of a faux pas, I think, for a little bit until sure. people until he made another really good move that people couldn't deny. Right, and then he was back, and <clears throat> I feel like I said he's been on a tear ever since. So. Sure, um, I'm very into this uh, knock at the cabin. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. It looks very good. Yep, I like it. I like Dave Batista. I oh, do too. did you? Did you? Uh, you mentioned during the. I told you to shut up during the fucking trailer. But uh, Rupert Grint is. Yeah. Is that one of the? Yeah, dude. Uh, I'm looking it up. I'm looking Harry it up. Harry Potter himself. It is Rupert Grint. <laughs> well, not himself, but you know. Oh, Ron, and, it's Ron Weasley. Oh, and Jonathan Groff plays one of the. It's Jonathan um, Groff. He's uh he's fucking uh he not only that other guy. <laughs> not only is he he's Kristoff from the Frozen movies. You would know him better as King George from Hamilton, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. They say... Oh, is he one of the dads? The price of my love is not a price that, that I'm willing, willing to, to pay. You cry. <laughs> okay. Is he one of the dads? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that looks good. I'm excited about that one. Cool. Um, let's move on. Yes, I don't James. remember where we go from here. Oh, well, here, since I'm playing the, the role of you no, not knowing that's what's... what we're drinking that's what we're talking about that was trailer trash let's get into the bleed feed Okay, um, doing all of these uh, on the fly because I don't have my computer, so uh, my phone is my best friend here. Uh, we are officially getting Final Destination 6. That is a thing that is happening. Uh, it is coming directly to uh, HBO Max. No Devin Sawa, no care. Uh, Devin Sawa is in the movie. Is he really? No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, however, it is being directed by John Watts, who did uh, Clown, Spider-Man, No Way Home, uh, that cop car movie with Kevin Bacon, which I've been dying to see still, and I've not seen it. Clown? Yes. I like that movie. Yeah. Clown was great. Um, let's see here. Uh, I'm sorry. He's on board as a producer, not a director. Again, doing this on the fly. Oh, well, My yeah, apologies. Fuck that up. Uh, I absolutely <laughs> fucked it up. Um, let's see here. Uh, Zach Le- Lepovsky and Adam Stein uh, are brought on as directors. They did something called Freaks. I don't know what Freaks is. Um, but yeah, the plot is under wraps. But uh, Jeffrey Reddick, uh, the original creator, teased it. So he's definitely involved in it. I don't know if he wrote it or what. Really bad at news today. Uh, <laughs> but we're getting Final Destination 6. So let's be honest. That's, Mike, that's the news. Mike's had no time to do anything this week. Nothing. Y'all. Nothing. I mean, I did have it, but it's gone. Um, we've been talking about Tim Burton's Wednesday, the new live action yeah. uh, Adam's Family show. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking what's her name has been everywhere. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. She's been everywhere. She's in like a new movie on Netflix. I just popped Netflix on. She's in some new docuseries or something like that. She's like, working. She's getting, dude, she's getting work. Dude. She's a working girl. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's the right thing to say. I don't think so either. <laughs> we finally do have a uh, release date for it, though. It is coming Thanksgiving weekend, 
to Netflix. Uh, so November 23rd, it is premiering. Let us give thanks. Let us give thanks. I mean, come on, perfect timing, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, Adam's Family is known as a Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Literally for one scene. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a great scene. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, well, that was Adam's Family too, wasn't it? It was, yes. Yeah. So, but point is, if you're excited for Wednesday, you now have a release date for it. Right so on, right that's on. pretty fantastic. Uh, David Cronenberg's Scanners is coming to television. We are yes. getting HBO Max once again, uh, or HBO rather, uh, is getting a Scanners TV series, uh, which I I don't know about you, I didn't see that coming. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, William Bridges is serving as the writer and showrunner who did Black Mirror, so that bodes well. Oh, okay. Uh, and also the producer, Jan Demange, who did Lovecraft Country, which did really well, is also being brought on. So this has some heavy hitters behind it. What's That's going on with Lovecraft Country? I don't know. I've, I, know I've, I, n- I actually never watched it. I know no, people were talking it up a lot when it came out. There's, I'm just like so behind on TV I feel shows. As, as, a, as a host of a horror podcast, right? I feel like we are so behind always on literally everything. <laughs> but like ever since streaming started, it is impossible yeah. to keep up with everything. Yeah. It has it to is it has to be like impossible. it has to be your job. Yeah. Otherwise literally you can't your job. do it. Yeah. Um and also like Which I would love that job, don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, sure. And also I just I like I don't I don't when people are really excited about this is why I could never actually be somebody who has their finger on the pulse and it's my job to like uh to to like lean into that. Yeah. Because when a lot of people are talking about something, I am disinterested. I I wouldn't go as far as to say that I'm like, disinterested. Like, like hype turns me off. Well, I think you what it what is, I, mean? I think what it is for me, it's not that I get disinterested in it. It's that I hear so much about it, I feel like I don't need to see it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I mean, isn't I feel that kind like, of the same thing? I mean, kind of, but I feel like I know enough about it. Even even if people are avoiding spoilers, I feel like I know enough about the movie to where I'm satiated. No, I guess I guess that is different. Does that makes sense. Yeah, it's, it, it does make sense. To, it's different from sure. me though, because mine is more like I'm a dick. So I'm like, so, so like mine is wait, wait like simple plan. I'm a dick. I'm addicted <laughs> to you. Yes. Um. Mine's more like. Mine's more like. Uh. Oh, you like this thing? Like. Meh. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I don't care. Yeah. I get it. I want nothing to do with it because oh, you it's like popular it. Popular. Yeah. I can't like. No, that. it's not let even get, that. Let like, me I, go listen to Modest Mouse in 2008. <laughs> no, it's it's not even like that. It's not like a. It's not like Have a. You heard of explosions in the sky? <laughs> it's not like a hoity-toity kind of thing. It's like it's more like a. I, I, just like I don't want to give you the satisfaction of me also enjoying the thing that you enjoy. KMFDM only had one good record, and it was their first one. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's why you and I can't share things with each other. We do this to each other. We do absolutely. We can't share stuff with each other because if I go, "Hey, Mike, watch yeah. this movie. It was yeah. really cool." Yeah, you'll never watch it ever. What have I? Wait, wait. What have I never watched? I don't know. I can't think of a. I can't think of an example off the top of my head. I'll keep haunting <laughs> well there was this movie the- called headhunter you told me to watch and i watched it and it was fantastic no <laughs> no what no mm. i can't no, actually the think no, of it. the the virtually no dialogue leather based 
movie? Yes. Well, you're just talking about my Friday nights now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you and the Hellraiser sequel. <laughs> Uh, there was another movie that I told you to watch years ago and you never watched. Shadow. I'd never heard of it. Yeah, I know. Oh, The Vampire? I've seen that one. No. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on here. Uh, Cloverfield 2, James, is officially in the works with Bobak Anvari directing. I don't know what a Bobak Anvari is, but he's directing it. It's the Babadook's great uncle. <laughs> that sounds about right. Um, uh, it's been 15 years since Cloverfield uh, first came out, and uh, we are now... This is going to be the fourth movie in the Cloverfield series, which is pretty exciting. Um, Bob, uh, Bobak and Vari did Under the Shadow and Wounds. I've never heard of either of those. Under the Shadow? I've not heard of either of them. Have you? Uh, how do you spell his name? Oh. Oh, shit. What happened? What happened? Just it's, click click the mouse. Click the mouse. There you go. Oh, we're still recording. <laughs> yeah, Woo, still. <laughs> gonna leave that in. That's that, that's that's real time shit right there. Uh, um how yeah. do you spell his name? Uh B-A-B-A-K A-N-V-A-R-I. That's a really cool name. Bobak Anvari. I feel like I've seen Under the Shadow, or I wanted to do it for the show. Well, while you're looking that up, uh, let's see here. It is unknown what the new installment will link to its predecessors, whether it is a straight sequel or an original or an anthology piece that is set in the Cloverfield universe. We've not seen an anthology movie in the Cloverfield universe. Oh. I would be down for that. Yeah, Honestly, oh yeah. A bunch of different perspectives of weird shit going on. I'm here for it. Yeah, for sure. J.J. Uh, Abrams is producing for Bad Robot, which makes sense because that's their their uh, their shit. Of course. Uh, Matt Reeves, Drew Goddard are all, and Brian Burke are all executive producing. Uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. I'm down forever for more Cloverfield. Down forever. Love love Cloverfield. And if you if you wanted to bring Mary Elizabeth Winstead back, you know, go fuck yourself. That'd be fine. Speaking oh. of sequels, <laughs> spe- speaking of sequels, James, here's big news for the week. We're getting a Constantine sequel starring Keanu himself. He's coming back. Wait a second, though. He doesn't have a British accent, and he's not blonde, and he doesn't wear a brown coat. Fucking Brian. Brian Brian pops into our fucking... Our Snapchat, and he's like, I don't think this is a good idea it's because, not a good idea. because at this point, I know enough about the character that I know that he should be British. And I'm like, Brian, shut the fuck up. Like, can you plug this into Keanu computer? Reeves was awesome as Constantine. What am I plugging this into? Your computer, so that I can charge my phone so that I don't lose everything I need for tonight. Can you no that's, give me any more slack what whatsoever? That's it. All right, give me a minute. Here. That is what you got. <sighs> <laughs> Let me see if I can find something back here. Can you plug into your yeah into the Mac, perhaps? Hold on. Sorry, we'll put in some Spanish flea here. Oh hey, we're back. Did something just come unplugged? Nope, we're good. Are you sure? Positive. I feel like something came unplugged. Was it your butt plug? Yeah, but anyway, fucking fucking. Brian's like, he's like, uh, I feel like at this point it's it's uh, it's ill advised to not have a British man do that. I'm like, bro, look at fucking wait, l- wait. like would it be would it be problematic? <laughs> Second week in a row that you use that word and I fucking hate it. Um, it, it, I was like, look at the D, like look at the DC IPs and the Marvel IPs. Like you have movies where you know like one person plays the i don't fucking know what you nerds watch green arrow right 
and then you have a TV show where another nerd plays the Green Arrow. Like it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. Um, Unless you're trying to uh, do some continuity. But here's the thing: it's exciting. It I'm for continuity's sake. I'm excited that Keanu's back. Yeah, he's the he's he's Constantine to me. And just for Keanu's sake, like just for not not even continuity, not even. Excitement. It, yeah. It's just excitement over Keanu Reeves. Once again, J.J. Abrams and Bad Robot are producing because what doesn't J.J. Abrams do at this, sure. at this stage in the game? But um, it says Reeves will reprise his supernatural exorcist and demonologist John Constantine, who in the original is dying but stays around to save his soul by keeping demons from hell from breaching Earth. Uh, he also gets uh, between a battle between the Archangel Gabriel and Lucifer. Yeah. I... Say no more. Yeah. I want more Constantine. I've always wanted more Constantine, so I'm here for it. <laughs> I've always wanted more Constantine. I have, dude. I love that first movie. <laughs> the dude takes a fucking crucifix and turns it into a fucking gun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can I, actually, that you can do that with all crucifixes. I just hope that the Lord isn't shooting blanks. Uh-huh. Ah, nice. Right? right? Get it? Yep, I do. Get it? Yes, I do. <laughs> I get the joke. All right, James, what's new on? <gasps> We're not doing that. I was <laughs> It's funny cuz literally nothing. Oh, really? Oh, I went you, through you I went <laughs> I actually went through and looked for blues for this past week and there is nothing. So here's the deal. Uh, we uh we're phasing it out. Yeah. We're phasing out yeah, the we're blues. We're phasing it out because it, it, Sound off in the comment section, idiots. Does anybody care about when I do the blues? No, you don't. If something I know crazy comes out or whatever, I'll still make James do it, but I'll tell him about it. You know, like right. if, if a big Mike's always release, making me do crazy yeah, shit. If it's like when a it big release or whatever, you'll still handle that. But like, we're not going to go through it anymore. Yeah. I'm great at handling big releases. Physical media is dead. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Move. Dead. On. Move on, guys. Fucking move on. It's not though. Yes, I it d- is. I, I just bought a movie on Blu-ray. You just bought a movie on VHS. I did. But you're, guess what? You're but, a nerd. But guess what the movie on Blu-ray is that I just bought? What? Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. Say that again. Bloody Muscle Bodybuilder in Hell. That's a... Right there, baby. Oh, a really cool cover art. Right? Yeah. It's uh, also known as... And this was the actual release title in some markets. The Japanese Evil Dead. <laughs> it's legitimately the title. Right on. Right on. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. Okay. Super low budget Japanese flick that's very reminiscent of Evil Dead and that style of filmmaking. And had, you bought it on blue? Had to buy it. Right on. Uh, Visual Vengeance put it out. Uh, it's a new, brand new company. And um, Visual Vengeance? Visual Vengeance. That's a cool name. VV. They got that VV. <laughs> You, you just the, made it less you, cool. You get that VV? You just made it <laughs> considerably right. less cool. Last bit of news then for the week before we go into uh, all that good stuff. And this is the only news that could possibly end it. And it's speaking of Evil Dead. Uh, last year, Bruce Campbell made his triumphant debut to the Hallmark Channel mm-hmm. with a movie called One December Night. Okay. I watched it. I loved it. Did you? fantastic yeah i love a good hallmark movie do you i'm dude i'm not even gonna lie christmas time is fucking sappy hallmark movies yeah maybe it's because i'm getting older i don't know maybe my father's onto something because my father bob bob loves a fucking hallmark fucking movie. bob heckman loves a hallmark loves movie. a hallmark hell movie. yes dude his son 
the apple doesn't far fall from the tree but <laughs> the apple doesn't far fall from the tree <laughs> it still works it just <laughs> it's it actually classes it up it a bit the apple doesn't far fall from the tree well you know what they say <laughs> the apple doesn't far fall from the tree um i'm excited to announce here you heard it first here but first other places but first here second here that bruce gamble is returning to the hallmark channel yes this year for a new film called My Southern Family Christmas. And if I don't hear Bruce Campbell doing a really bad Southern accent in this movie, I riot. That's all I've got to say about that. I'll add to that, that if Candace Cameron isn't in it, <laughs> I will boycott the Hallmark Channel forever. All right. Well, here's the, uh, here's the co-stars. J.C. Elliott. Who? Ryan Rotman. Okay. You're, you're losing me. Moira Kelly. She sounds hot. Moira Kelly? Yeah. I know her. Is she a porn star? No. No. Uh, and then Brian McNamara. Moira Kelly was in Cutting Edge. What the fuck is Cutting Edge? Oh, dude. Cutting Edge. Fucking Topic. You've never seen Cutting Edge? What? No. It is It is the best figure skating movie of all time. <laughs> nah, Blades of Glory. Nope. Cutting Edge. That's probably true. Don't get me wrong. Blades of Glory was great, but Cutting Edge is better. My Southern Family Christmas will be debuting on November 4th on the Hallmark Channel, or 24th, rather, on the Hallmark Channel. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, In the upcoming Christmas movie, under the guise of a journalist, Campbell has a chance to get to know her biological father for the first time. Under the guise of a journalist, Campbell has... Who's her? (laughs) What? Who is her? Um, Campbell has a a chance to... It says his, dumbass. Get to know her. No, it doesn't. Turned into a journalist, Campbell gets the chance to meet his biological father for the first time without him knowing. I'm bloody disgusting. It says her. Well, I'm reading on IMDb, dog. Typo. Uh, For the first time, without ever knowing who she really is. As he spends, as she spends time with him and his family, as well as the town's record keeper, she realizes the families are messy, wonderful things. AKA their sister and brother, and this movie just got awesome. Right on. Yep, that's it. Dude, Ryan Rotman needs to change his name. <laughs> that's a fucking, that's a terrible name. <laughs> Ryan Rotman. Gross, it, man. It truly is. Uh, anyway, that is your news for the week. I have been Mike. I have been miked, right? And James. And dead. I don't what. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's your bleed feed. Yeah. Um so we're going to take a quick break here and when we get back I could gonna... not for the life of me remember what came next. Oh. Without well... my computer in front of me, I feel like you. <laughs> I I understand your frustration now, not knowing what's next. I get it. What's funny is I still like like most of the time it's most of the time it's like what comes next and then I recall it sure with my brain sure and but I never al- have it in front of me but you've also been doing it for six years with nothing in front of you yeah but you so you've always just had the whole show like you do you write out the whole show in front of you yes I do because I'm prepared James somebody's got to be I don't I don't feel like either one of us are are any more or less prepared well if it's we just that i can be as equally as prepared as you without any notes in front of me if we weren't james this is a good one you ready for it if we weren't prepared we'd be slacks like the bloody good film podcast ah 
Those fucking guys. Wait, what? <laughs> We'd be slacks? Is that what you said? Yeah, like slackers. Oh. We'd be slacks. Mm. Not not jeans, not like a pair of pants. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking landed flat, bro. Okay, fine. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about fucking Freddy and the Dream Warriors, and we're going to talk about fucking Dreamcatcher and shit weasels and oh ass bandits, and it's going to be a good time. We're going to have a really good time. And I'm going to continue drinking this wet dream because all that stuff is Hell yeah, dude. just wet dream fodder. Throughout this you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp and graphic macabre torturous images that defy description. Y'all ready for this? Alright. Dreamcatcher. Shit weasels. Did you ever have a Dreamcatcher? Morgan Freeman. End of movie. Icicle eyebrows. Icicle eyebrows. Oh, I got a lot to say about those. I did have a Dreamcatcher, yeah. I never did. I live in my house now because my girlfriend is a hippie, but oh, like, you know, sake. yeah, never had one growing up though. <laughs> so your house is decorated with things that like five-year-olds decorate their rooms with. Oh yeah. Yeah. Dog. Um, yeah. I dogs. Had, I have dogs. You decorating. have dogs. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Cats I had a, laugh at them. I had a dream catcher at Did one you? point in time. Yeah. I, feel like I don't every, know. I don't, I, I don't remember where I got it. Was it from the dream catcher store? Oh, you know where it was? I think I got it. There was a, a thing they, they used to do by the uh, the Bay City River where it was like uh, they would set up and Meth? it was. <laughs> no, it was like a it was like a festival where they did a lot Meth. of <laughs> they did a lot of like Native American and also like uh, colonial <laughs> shot. The fuck up! I like, hear Bay City. I think of meth. Okay, I'm like sorry. colonial stuff. I don't think Bay City's got a big meth problem. Oh yeah, they do. No, you're thinking of Flint. No, I have a water problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's meth in their water. Um, no, I I don't think Bay City does. Bay City have a bit. No, you know who's got a big meth? Because yeah, they're free base. You know who's got a big meth problem? Is fucking. But you know, is is the town that we're in right now? Yeah, Fraser. Yeah. A Did you know that problem? Yeah. In in like in years past, like in the last like I'd say within the past like five years, I've heard people say that uh um oh no, it was I think it was heroin. Oh, heroin's been everywhere. I think it was heroin. Oh, single shores had like a huge, huge heroin, heroin problem, problem. Yeah. in heroin? fucking high school, dude. Yeah, like what yeah. what are these kids oh, wait, doing? You guys, are, you guys are behind the curve. Lakeview High School had a heroin problem ten years ago. I'm not kidding you when I say that either. It's so cool. It's no, because it's so cheap, dude. Heroin is like you can get. Is like, heroin a, cheap? Fuck yeah, you can get a fucking baggie of it for ten bucks. Is that like how you hit. buy? Like, like, is like that how you buy like heroin those, in a like, baggie? Yeah, like one of those I don't little, even know. I don't know anything about yeah, like this. One shit, of those little dude. tiny bags, you know, that you get uh, mm-hmm. like smack in and stuff. You know, yeah, you get heroin. Yeah. In it. Ten bucks a bag. It's so cheap. Why? You said. <laughs> yeah. I not know. that I know about these things. Why is it cheap? I don't understand. That's that's crazy, dude. I, drugs drugs are stupid. Drugs are bad, except for uh, weed. Weed's kind of fun. Weed's, weed's fun. And booze. <laughs> um, booze are fun. And booze is booze is also booze fun. Booze is fun. Um, 
what the hell are we talking about? Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Yeah. So Dreamcatcher from 2003. Yeah. I Do you have the info? Because I got nothing. It's hard to believe that this movie came out the year that we graduated from high school. Is it though? Lots of bad things happened that year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no. I actually do remember seeing the uh, the cover art for this one. Yeah. At the video store. And and thinking that it looked pretty interesting, it looked like and then I remember sophisticated horror, right? Well, because right? there's it the did. there's like the per there's the the per well because this was this was was this right before or right after? This would be right before the uh the the onset of the the ubiquitous like ensemble face uh collage. <laughs> On the on the cover art, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, oh no, because that no, wasn't on this though. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this, you said this looks more classy. Oh, this, but no, this but that was actually strike But that was that, actually though. '90s because that started with like Scream and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Oh yeah, yeah, and I know you did that summer. Yeah, right, that right, was, right, right. That was right, very right. '90s and very slasher. Right. Um. Yeah, this one has the just the woman sitting in the middle of the road with the backlit like the headlights and then the dream catcher up in the sky above it. And then I remember somebody I remember there being like woods and stuff too. Yeah, there's woods. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Um <laughs> I never knew much about this movie. Okay. And I didn't know that it was a Stephen King adaptation until just a few years ago. Wait. And what? S- and you you really? said to me, well, yeah, I I don't I don't know if you you didn't either. Shut up. I did though. Um, you you said to me, you said all I know about that movie is is a shit demon. <laughs> I go what? And I think Chris Jordan told you about it. No, I've seen this movie. Uh, this was I saw this movie a long time ago. I know, but this was even before then. When did you see it? Probably like oh five oh six. Oh, never. Okay. Yeah, well, I saw this a long time. Well, ago. all I remember. Well, then you kind of misrepresented it. Then. Well, so I, shit, my memory shit of the demon shit, is yeah. not exactly the. So I agree. My memory of the shit demon is not the little wiener turds that we got in the movie. Because shit demon, I would say, is bad Milo. That's literally a shit demon. No, a shit demon is in dogma. Oh, that's literally that's a, a shit, shit demon. demon. <laughs> Um, um so this so Dreamcatcher from 2003 it is a Stephen King adaptation. Friends on a camping trip discover that the town they're va- vacationing in is being plagued in an unusual fashion by parasitic aliens from outer space. And when yeah. they say unusual fashion, they mean in the butt. Yes. Yes. This movie <laughs> so this movie is Cabin Fever mixed with Bad Milo mixed with like aliens or no what's a good uh no independence day yes yeah the military with the whole military sure, presence yeah so it's independence day bad milo and cabin fever and it's weird because the movie the the movie has like three different acts you have you have the ensemble cabin type thing yeah then you have all the military stuff and then you have the combination of the ensemble and the military. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because the military stuff doesn't work when it's first introduced because they're so separate, right? It's like the, the narrative gets lost because yeah. you have these two conflicting stories that you have no idea what they have to do with each other. Mm-hmm. And that in and of itself doesn't sound like it would be a bad thing with the exception of the fact that like it just doesn't gel until it gels right like there's no 
like, I don't know, like, you know how jello goes from being liquid to gelatin, but like, as it's forming, there's like stages it goes through. You there's know? like that weird point where you might go to stick your finger into it and it's like yeah. half solid, but you still yeah. get a you or still like, get a gooey finger. Or or if you're like me, you punch the side of it and you can tell how it jiggles, <laughs> yeah. you know? Like this movie doesn't have that. It goes from liquid to gelatin like that. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like there's no there's nothing that combines yeah. the two, but then when it works, it works. That's a weird analogy, but it works. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um it's just it's just really, really bizarre. I love the ensemble part. Here, okay, spoilers, James. I know you hate when I say this off the get-go. This book by Stephen King gets a ton of shit. Huh. This movie... Shit weasels. This movie gets a ton of shit, especially by the people starring in it. Thomas Jane shits on this movie <clears throat> like it's his religion. Thomas Jane, I don't know if you've noticed this, but Thomas Jane is not a particularly good actor. <laughs> he's really not. He's, he's Think- really good at playing Thomas he's Jane. He's really good at playing Thomas Jane with the exception of, I will say, uh, what the hell was... Um, the Mist is amazing. No, The Mist is... The Mist is amazing. When's the last time you watched The Mist? About a year ago. So I, I watched, love The Mist. I watched some of The Mist uh, like three days ago because yep. I just finished the book. And that that movie is not good. Oh, I love that. I love His the performance movie. in that movie... Nope, love it. He is love dog it. shit. Love it, love it's it. It's dog shit. Nope. Nope, nope. But it's also it's also it. it's also it has a lot to do with the camera work in that movie. That the camera work in that movie is fucking weird, dude. Very weird. Um, Lovecraft, which we'll we'll get whatever. Yeah, no, not that. I'm not talking I about the fucking. Love, I'm not talking about the animals. I'm talking about the camera work itself. I also it's, love the Punisher. Uh, but He's also great in the Punisher. Is he though? When's he the last fight, time you watched the Punisher? He He's, fights Kevin Nash, man. Come on. I like he fights listen, Super Shredder. Listen, I like Thomas Jane, but he's not a good actor. He's not. Okay. He's not. I will say this. He's not he's terrible in this movie. <laughs> oh, he's fucking awful in this movie <laughs> he's because awful. he's fucking awful in every movie. He's not I like him, but he's not a good actor. <laughs> All right, fine, fair. Um, except for what the fuck was that? What was the movie where he put and it's like he's he's like a, he talks like this the whole time and he kills That's his, every movie. He kills his wife and he throws her into the well. Oh, for, and, uh, oh the, the other Stephen King movie. Yeah, it's a fucking Fort uh, uh 1292, 1492. No, it wasn't that. 18, 11, 22, 11, 63, no, 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 whatever no, no, the fuck no, 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 it was. No, it, was no it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. Whatever, yeah. You um, know, he's really good in that. I'll give he him was, that. yeah, but also... But was he? I don't know. Um, He's not yes. a good actor. Uh, So you got Thomas Jane as Henry. Henry is the psychologist. You've got Jason Lee as Beaver. Yep. Beaver's the... He's just... He's Beaver. He's yeah. like... He's, he's just kind of a fuck Think up. of Jason Lee. Think of That's Jason Beaver. Lee. Jason Lee put glasses on him. That's, That's Beaver. Beaver. Yeah. Uh, Damian Lewis plays Jonesy slash Mister Gray. Um, he plays something. God. Something, all right. <laughs> uh, and then Timothy Oliphant. Uh, hit the hit yep, the, the fucking. And then Timothy Oliphant is Pete. Those are the four. Timothy friends. Oliphant has a real Tim Robbins thing going on in this movie. He does, and is it like because weird? Is it because of the hair? I don't know. His hair like, was fucking terrible. I in this actually movie. couldn't place who the actor was at first. I'm like, is that Tim Robbins? Like it? I I, I knew it wasn't, but part of me wanted to say that it was. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought that Jason Lee, his performance in this movie was, 
I, and, I, and, and I came to the conclusion of something. His performance reminded me of every other performance he's ever given. <laughs> and it's part him as an actor, but it's also part that both Kevin... And I know that Stephen King didn't write the screenplay to this movie, mm-hmm. but it's based off of it, right? Sure. Both Stephen King and Kevin Smith are dialogue writers. Very dialogue-heavy writers. And they're actually, dare I say, kind of similar in the way that they just will wax poetic about anything. Mm, mm-hmm. And that's the performance that that Beaver was given. Like, like Jason Lee, his, his role was the comedic, uh, of all of them, I would say he was like the comedic type person in the uh, ensemble. Yeah. But it's but he performs the 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 material in the exact same way, and I think it's because of the writing. Uh, it's just very chew the scenery, like whatever kind of writing, you know. Yeah, uh, or or almost like they they. I feel like a lot of times they just let Jason Lee go, like I mean, they just maybe. they just give him a. I mean, he had like the basic framework of the scenes, and then they just kind of let him fucking. It's possible. Go, you know it's what possible. I mean. But um, he's very him, though. I guess is my my point. And I yeah. feel like dialogue heavy movies suit him. Oh yeah, they just do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is uh, it, where do you where do you even start with this movie? Where do you start? Probably at the beginning. At the beginning. Uh, this movie. I don't know. This is it's it's such a weird. It's a weird Stephen King adaptation, but it, it's also it's because this is a weird Stephen King book. Like, yeah, you actually kind of hit the nail on the head. I feel like you said that Stephen. That's my dog scratching at <laughs> the door. What that's, an asshole! It's actually really creepy. <laughs> um, you said this movie feels like Stephen King trying to write the way he used to after his accident on drugs. Yeah. Or, after uh, sorry, after after yeah, being off drugs, uh, like yeah. to me to me this was like Stephen King did some of his best writing, and I hate to say this because drugs are bad, but I like Stephen King did some of his most amazing writing when he was just bombed out of his sure. mind. Uh, and this book, this book was written. You said after he was off of drugs, after I, he was sober. I mean, I'm assuming it was. Oh well, it's a later book. Why would you Why would you say that to me without a, cause, knowing cause the it's information? A, it's a later book. Well, it was 2001 he wrote it. Okay. Well, that was, that was still 22 out, years ago. I'm going to find out when he got off drugs. Um, If it was, in fact, when he got sober, this book to me feels like um, he was trying to recapture what he did when he was on drugs. I would agree with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I talked to Chris Jordan a little bit about this book. It's such a, it's such a mess. Like it's, it doesn't know if it wants to be science fiction or horror or or nostalgia or it it just kind of like runs the gamut and never really takes early it t- 1990s he got is when he sober. got when he got clean yep this book just never it it never like it never takes its takes its time in any one area to like really uh like dig its like dig its teeth in you know what i mean so it doesn't really know what it wants to be and I will say that it doesn't know what it wants. The movie does the same thing. Like the movie is not a it's not a great Stephen ad, Stephen King adaptation, but that's also because the book wasn't that great. So here's so here's the thing. I will I'm going to just go out on a limb and say this. 
I actually really like this movie. Did you really? So not because the movie's good. I just think it's entertaining as fuck. Like, <laughs> I just think it's a very entertaining movie. So I like it for that reason. Um, I, I think that Stephen King, he's, he's, he shines at writing stories about kids with problems that grow up to be adults with problems. Like sure. the on the on the kid ensemble to the adult ensemble with some sort of supernatural force. That's Stephen King's bread and butter. I can't wait till you get to it, dude. I want to fucking talk to you about and, it. And and he's trying, I feel like, to recapture that every time he writes a story like this. Yep. And I actually don't think that the nuts and bolts of this story are are ineffective. I actually think they're pretty halfway decent there was there was actually a lot about the book that i enjoyed yeah unfortunately it's not the type of stuff that translates well to a movie well the most compelling part of the book the most uh interesting and entertaining part of the book in my mind was the interaction between i don't care about the book talk about the movie i'm getting to that motherfucker just the most the most uh entertaining part of the book is you you keep doing things to fucking i'm sorry is my penis distracting you put it away (laughs) the most the most entertaining part of the book that was lost in translation in the movie is the interaction between mr gray and jonesy when jonesy is locked away in his his memory warehouse okay i've seen the movie yeah i don't even read I don't need to read the book to tell you that the book part of Jonesy and Mr. Gray's interactions were better <laughs> because the movie <laughs> versions are not good. No, they're, they're dog shit. Yeah. And, and, and to me, that was my favorite part of the book because it was really, they really, really dwell on that for, I mean, you know, Stephen King, he can fucking dwell on so like, Oh, absolutely. The, the what interactions between the two of them, it's, it's, it's all about, it's all about like, Mr. Gray literally knows he's a fuck he's an alien. Yeah. So he knows nothing about the world at all. So he's tapping into Jonesy's memory warehouse to figure things out as he's going along. Sure. But Jonesy can f- like fuck around with him a little bit. So like he uh at one point in time Mr. Gray his body, his physical body that he's in, which is Jonesy's body. Yeah is becoming so weak that he can, you know, he can barely handle it anymore. Like he's about to pass out. And it's because he doesn't know that Jonesy's body needs to eat food to stay energized. Ah. So Jonesy. He knows nothing about humans, basically. Right. So, and at one point, like, like they show Mr. Gray in the, in the movie, just like transforming Jonesy's body into the giant sperm monster and like eating people's heads and shit like that. That doesn't happen in the book. Like he's he's very much locked into the physical form of the body. Okay. And so like at one point he goes and he murders somebody and he realizes, oh my God, like I got this really I got this really amazing feeling from murdering something. Like I think I like murder. This is really cool. Okay. And then he goes and he tries bacon for the first time and he eats like overrated like a pound of it and he's like holy shit this is amazing and so then at one point jonesy fucks with him and says you want more bacon 
like you should go get more bacon so he goes and he gets two pounds of raw bacon and he just like hammers it down and then he ends up getting food poisoning sure and these are the ways that jonesy fucks with him to keep him from getting to the quabbin reservoir they slightly touch on that in the movie slightly the idea so what the movie doesn't do well is explain why jonesy is able to run around in his own head they really don't yeah. explain that at well, all. Well, they do it in the they do it in one scene in is the it, beginning. Is they were talking about how he died. They're like, died. "Oh, the memory." No, they're sitting around the table once they get to the hole in the wall. Okay. The hole in the wall is the cabin is the that cabin, they're staying yeah. in. And uh he says, "Ah, no, that one I, you know, like I don't I I got enough of that shit in my memory warehouse." And Beaver looks at him and he goes, "Memory warehouse? What's that?" And they're like, "Oh, you don't remember the memory warehouse?" And that's how they that's how they explain it. So is that a thing though that Duddits gave to them? No, it's just a thing that Jonesy himself does. It's like See, they a don't way ex- of they don't explain that at all. That Jonesy is able to like dissect his own brain or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's that's how that's what I that whole that's, scene no, no, is all I, about. I get that, but they they don't really to to explain it that a character can do it and then to actually physically show it is a weird jump. It is a very weird. It's a jump. very weird jump. I see. I took it as Jonesy was able to do that because of his death experience. No, like because they said once he died, he died twice. Technically speaking, blah blah. I thought maybe that kept him in limbo or something like that, mm. and he was able to access both like his conscious, his subconscious, and everything else. Yeah, mixed with the stuff that Dud escaped him. Right. Um. If 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 you've not seen this movie, uh, it, this is it. To recap, so that you know what we're talking about. This group of four kids happen upon uh, this other like lowly kid getting bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the school bullies are trying to make him eat dog shit, basically. Mm-hmm. And the four of them take it upon themselves to stand up for this kid. And they scare the bullies off and this and that and yada yada. He's, the a, kid, he's a kid from the local. He's from the special needs school that's yeah. like close to their their school. In, yeah. the, in the book, he's, he has Down syndrome. Okay. Okay. Um, in the in the uh, movie. I don't know what he has in the movie. It's... In the movie, I really see like I wish that they would have. There's plenty of actors, uh, both child and adult actors with Down syndrome who could, who could have played the part really well. Yeah, I just feel like like getting Donnie Wahlberg to play Duddits. I it just I, it just seemed like you already had a big cast. Like, did you really need to add? Like, I had I just, no I, idea I, that was Donnie Wahlberg. He is he is pretty unrecognizable. No in the role, idea. But it, I no just, idea. I don't know. I felt like they should have done like I I feel like they should have done the they should have done Duddits better. Done, yeah, just just like paid more respect to the to the source material in that way um, because a lot of the movie is very close. This is it's it's weird. A lot of a lot of parts of this movie are what I would say are um, one of the most faithful. Like, in a lot of ways, this is one of the most faithful Stephen King adaptations I've ever seen. Really? But then on the parts where they Deviate. diverge, they do it they crazy fucking okay. big time. Well, I've not read the book, so... We're I'm going to spoil not, some of the book for you. We're not here to talk about the book, though. We're only I'm, here to talk I'm about gonna the I'm going to spoil some of the book for you, though. Fine, but like, there's, we're, there's we're only certain... here to talk about the movie, though. Well, fuck you, because <laughs> they, like, if we were talking about a movie where you had read the book and... and, and All right, fine. Yeah, fine. you know you would do it. Fine, fine. I'll try and stick to the movie, but there's going to be like some pretty major points that I'm going to bring up about, about the book and the movie. Um. So anyway, 
what the hell are we talking about? Duddits. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, their friend Duddits, who who they who they save from some bullies, uh, has these special powers, like this yeah. gift, and just as a result of their like their circle of friendship, they all kind of inherit this gift from him. They can all do certain, like different things. Like uh, Pete is really good at finding things because mm-hmm. he can do this little thing where he waves his finger in the air and he can follow this. I would kill to have that, by the way, <laughs> Jesus. Because of how often you lose shit. Everything. Um, Henry can uh, read people's thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, P- uh, Jonesy can also read people's thoughts. I think most of them can do the read thoughts thing. Yeah. Well, and they can all con- communicate <laughs> with each other telepathically. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they, they, Jonesy ends up getting in a really bad accident right when they're, right when they're supposed to be, uh, oh, fuck, I'm getting, getting together. Um, yeah, yeah. Right when they're supposed to be getting together. And then cut to six months later, they're going up to the, to the hole in the wall, this cabin that they go to every year. They've been going for 20 years. And then shit starts to hit the fan. Like sure. there's a stranger who comes out of the woods and he's got some weird shit growing on his face and Huge he's farting shot. a lot. Huge, yeah. So <laughs> this is the part of the movie to me where the, I feel like this is Stephen King's version of a cartoon of stupid, immature humor of dumb cartoony type characters and and especially maybe not king's version but definitely the movie version of it like though like jonesy for example switching back and forth between mr gray and jonesy why the fuck is he british first off i hated that that doesn't make any sense i hated that so much there's the scene where you first see mr gray taking over his body and jonesy just goes from nothing to big and smiley and it's (laughs) and it's so stupid yeah um there's well, another- and, the, and like he's the british accent like it's, it's so stupid it, like the grays are are these like emotionless they're aliens yeah. they're like they really I, they really know nothing about human emotion so to have him be this like charming british man yeah, like it, it didn't it make any fucking no like sense. It it, and no it would sense. make it, it there's a part of me where like i was watching it and i was like even says governor <laughs> A whole bunch of times. There's a part of me where I was watching it, and I I wanted to, I had to kind of switch lanes in my head, from thinking of it, uh, the way I knew it from the book, to the way it was presented, like more like a comedy almost. You know what That's I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, in the movie. Because in because in the book again, I'm sorry. I, like it's just the feeling that you get be, the conversation between Jonesy and Mister Gray. It's very. Uh, Mr. Gray is very dry sure. and to the point, and he's not a cheery British man. You know what I mean? Like that just it just doesn't it, it didn't. Do you think he talked more like this? No, it was just it was it was like just very flat and like every every oh. time he wanted to know something, it was like you know sure, what I, I mean? Like yeah, it, yeah. like th- think of think of something that doesn't have any. Any like uh, r- real understanding of human emotion whatsoever? Sure. Like it's just a being who lives on pure logic, right? Sure. Yeah, like well, fuck it, like 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 like, uh, yeah. like the the Vulcan. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like Spock. It's honestly, very it's emotionless, like, like not, very logical and very it, emotionless. It's like anybody being in a new place for 
the very first time and not knowing anything about their culture, not knowing anything about their slang, nothing about the way they live. Right. You're going to come off very dry because you don't know anything to fit in. Right. You're not much like that. Right. You're not going to understand the culture, the humor, the, yeah, the, the references, anything like that. It's, and I like, and, and it's cool. Like the idea that he can tap into Mr. Gray, once he's in Jonesy's head, he can tap into his memory warehouse. Sure. And so, like, everything that he does know about the world is basically whatever Jonesy knows about the world. Yeah. Which is, like, I like, it was kind of interesting to see the scene play out where uh, uh, Mr. Gray gets, um, Mr. Gray gets uh, uh, distracted by feeding the dog because he's trying to infect, he's trying to infect the dog so that he can go, you know, uh, put one of the worms into the water supply. And when Jonesy runs out into the warehouse and grabs all the files on Duddits, yeah, to take him back to the warehouse, like, or to take him back to his office, it was, I, it was pretty interesting to see that play for, out on for screen. As, for as confusing as that kind of stuff is, where Jonesy's in his own head, I do love the the visualization of what his mind looks like. It's like this giant spiral library. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah, that's a really cool visual. Yeah. Um, and so you have like, you have all this like stuff that them in the woods, you have the creature effects, you have all the stuff, but then you have the military presence, mm-hmm. which like I said, at the beginning of the movie, at least it sticks out like a sore thumb, like it doesn't fit yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, you have Morgan Freeman who plays an unhinged, like UFO alien fighter. Abe Kurtz. Part of, part of like a black ops kind of, or black, uh, not black uh, ops, blue, black, blue team. What are they blue call team, blue, blue team. Blue team. But they're but it's probably part of the black budget, if you will. Like, sure. No one knows they exist. The kind of thing. Right. They've been fighting aliens and, for twenty five right. years. His team has been specifically <laughs> tasked with keeping any sort of alien yeah. uh, presence like, on Earth. He's been doing it for control. so long that he's lost control of his own brain and like decision making and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um. But he looks like a fucking cartoon character himself yeah, he, does. He, he looks like dr robotnik or something like with that with the big like, eyebrows yeah and the, yeah there's another scene in the movie I, i'm only going back to this because i mentioned cartoons again but there's a scene where tom jane's character um he they get into a car accident he's walking down the road and he and he, he senses because they can all sense each other he senses jonesy coming in on the um snow uh, snowmobile uh, the snow rocket mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh and so but he realizes oh, that's not jonesy there's something else in here because mr gray's in there with him mm-hmm. and he hides into the snow after he passes when he lifts up out of the snow there's a big cone of snow over his head <laughs> like like a fucking cartoon yeah. coming like this whole entire movie with all the fart jokes and the flatulence and the the everything it's like a big fucking like live action cartoon yeah yeah like but it's weird because the tone's not there right that's i think what people hate about this movie it just the movie does not know what it wants to be yeah at all and that's yeah it's a cluster fuck of tones right it really is right um i kind of love it because i love quirky things <laughs> and i think that's why i like it like i think there's a there's a sensation of that that like this doesn't work at all but it's entertaining as all hell. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like watching a bad comedy act where you're just wanting to watch them fail. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's like, that's the kind of movie. It just is. watching the crash and burn. <laughs> but you really enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I like to me, to me, like I just, having read the book, I wish they would have leaned in on certain aspects of it a little more. 
some of the more interesting aspects. Sure. Like the stuff between Gray and Jonesy. And the the whole like uh the whole idea that the the red stuff that's growing on their faces it's and like stuff. Fungus or something like that. It's yeah. called it's called Byrus in the okay. in the book. And then the the shit weasels are called Byram. 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 Okay. That makes way more sense. Um so the Byrus actually creates a tele telepathic connection between everybody who has it. Okay. And so Kurtz ends up and, and 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 this is a this is a huge message that you miss out on because like in the movie he's just talking about killing everybody who has it just to contain the um uh you know contain the fungus from growing anywhere else. Sure. In the book uh oh no, he doesn't have it. But he's like working alongside uh Kurtz. Okay. But he's working alongside people who do have it. Okay. To who's, use, who's Kurtz? Kurtz is Morgan Freeman. Oh, okay. He's working alongside I I, people. I don't think I ever actually picked up on his name watching the oh, movie. Oh, Abe, Abe Kurtz, yeah. Okay. Um, But like, and he even knows that it, it clears up. It's like a, it's... But he it, chooses to ignore it. Right. Yeah. Because he's kind of lost his mind. But it's kind of cool, like the whole idea that everybody who has this shit growing on them... Uh, the hive mind. Is, yeah, becomes yeah. like... Tele- telepathically linked to each other so that makes a little bit of sense because at the end of the movie when you see when they finally they finally go back and get duddits in his adult form mm-hmm. and he's like he's suffering from leukemia, leukemia yeah. which makes sense because he's an alien living in a fucking human body his, well the bo- no that makes sense though because the body's not can't handle that so it's that's sick that's one of the big liberties they took in the movie oh he's not an alien in the book Oh, really? <laughs> no, Duddit's Duddit's kind of unceremoniously. Well, do I? Do you want me to spoil this no, for I, you? I almost don't. But okay. I, but well, yeah, Duddit's is not an alien in the in the book. Okay. And that's one of the <laughs> the ending of this movie is so f- just ridiculous. I'm like, okay. what? What are they doing? It like how do like how do they get from? What the source material is and how this book ends. Because they needed to end the movie. That's why. <laughs> but like, but like, okay. f- to, for Duddits to also turn does into Duddits, a giant shit alien. Does Duddits have powers in the book? The powers that Duddits has in the book are pretty much as described in the beginning of this movie. Like he's, he has telepathic, telepathic or like okay. uh, pre okay. precognition, that kind of stuff. Okay. Um, and that's it. Yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like Duddits in the movie, or not not sounds like it is. Duddits also turns into a shit demon. He sound he or, or an alien rather shit alien. He he looks like the same type of alien. Yeah. Just just good. brown. Well, <laughs> just good. It's it's like he's the like the de facto. Like, like he realizes his race is wrong and this and that, and he's fighting against it. I mean, it, like in a is what it seems like. Uh, I like in a in in a way, I guess within the confines of the movie, it sort of makes sense. Like he's been waiting his whole life to kind of fulfill his fulfill prophecy. his destiny. Yeah. But wouldn't his wouldn't his mom know that he was an alien? Yeah. The, well, like what? Like this is it's it, like the ending of this movie was so fucked yeah it doesn't make any sense um like zero sense actually now that i'm thinking about it because yeah it's it, it, most of the battle at the end of the book takes pla- takes place in in sort of a telepathic way 
Okay. Um, and and uh, yeah, Duddit's his his end is pretty unceremonious. Um, Interesting. Okay. And there was another. What the hell was the other uh, big liberty that they took with the movie that I? Shit, I can't think. Of. Does it do with uh, the main characters fighting it, going to see somebody? I don't know. I can't. I'm going re- off the movie here. No, I can't remember. But they, yeah, there was just like there was some really, there was some really. They followed. They followed a lot of the stuff pretty right on. And then the liberties that they did take were like huge. Like, why, why, why did you choose that out of all things? That was sure. really weird. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I said, this movie's not good, <laughs> but I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Like, I really <laughs> did. I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. I love the fact that um, the aliens were referred to as Ripley's. Which is a oh, nod yeah. to uh, obviously alien. Right. I love the practical effects with all the baby snake aliens when they're hatching out of their shit. Like mm-hmm. the fucking practical effects are great in this movie. Yeah, the CG leaves a lot to be desired. Sure. In fairness, the the CG with the 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 vertical vagina mouth that opens, <laughs> it looks a lot like the leftover CG like coating from Anaconda. It really does. Yeah. It's very similar. Yeah. Like the head looks identical. Yeah. Like when they're not, when they're when not they opening don't have up, their mouths open. It's like a snake and it yeah. looks like bad anaconda CG, yeah. honestly. <laughs> um, there, there's that. There was, I don't know. Like I just thought that, I, I just thought the, the, the whole movie like was just off kilter enough to be entertaining, but off kilter enough to also be fucking terrible. Yeah, and everybody hates this movie. I I don't hate this movie. I actually find, I'm very fond of this movie because it's just dumb enough for my sensibilities to love. <laughs> but, no, I but I recognize that it's not a good movie. I didn't hate it either. To me, like I I was watching it and I was thinking this movie's a mess. Sure, it's a total mess. But the book was also a total mess. Sure, and I actually like. You know, like would I would I rank it as one of my top favorite Stephen King books that I've read so far? No, absolutely not. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah, you wouldn't rank it amongst the worst. No. Yeah. Well, I haven't. I don't know if I've well, gotten to the worst yet. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> Out of the ones that I have read so far, it might be the worst. <laughs> yeah, it might be. That's fair. Honestly, that's, fair. <laughs> but, that's totally fair. Um. But yeah, it was. I don't. But like, as far as the movie, I liked the ensemble. I thought. Yeah. I thought. I. I like all these actors. Uh, there was some pretty weird choices as far as like what they did with the characters. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It was still fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I completely agree. All right. Uh, that's Dreamcatcher. That's Dreamcatcher. Watch it Shit at weasels. your own at your own peril. Yeah. Uh, I, we left a ton out. So watch watch the movie. Yeah. Form your own opinions. Sure. Uh, all right. Moving on to Kruger Fest. It's not Krugerthon. It's Kruger Fest this week. Was it Krugerthon last week? It was. I had a good one earlier. What the hell yeah, was it? What was it? You said, would you just say Krugerthon? Kruger Fest. No, you said, oh, you said Kruger. Okay. Yeah. No, I had a good one. I can't it's remember what it was, though. Fred Fest. <laughs> That's this, this week is Fred Fest. That's it. Okay. Krugerthon and Fred Fest. <laughs> Fred, 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 Fred Fest. Uh, we are now talking about uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors. Yeah, baby. Which, 
Now, I have not watched all of the sequels in a very long time, mm-hmm. but thus far, I am willing to say this is my favorite Nightmare movie. Yeah. Thus far. Yeah. I can't speak on the whole series because we haven't gotten that far yet. Right. Um, But shit, this movie is amazing and it's well regarded for a reason, especially after a part two that didn't do well at all. Yeah. Well, maybe monetarily it did decent. But in terms of uh, crowd reaction and whatnot, three is way better. And and just like have like having the overall feeling of of a nightmare movie oh. that you know and love, two just really didn't just didn't grab you. It didn't. Um, before we start, we got some fudgy Krugers to open. I also have James. another suggestion if you want to. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, yeah. What was this? You you were gonna tell me? It it doesn't contain alcohol. Okay. Um, I was thinking we could try something that I have deemed the Kristen up all night. I'm sorry, what? The Kristen up all night shot, if you want to call it a shot. Are you licking my penis? Nope. Up all, or no, not an up all night. The never sleep again. That's what I was calling it. Are you talking about my penis? No. (laughs) It's called the never sleep again. Okay. What do you got? Take that spoon. No, I'm scared. No, 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 no. I've been here before. Take the spoon. Nope, nope. Come on. Nope. Come on. Not doing it. You're not doing it. Not doing it. Why not? Not doing it. Why? Are you doing it with me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you're doing it with me, then then so be it. Take the spoon. No, there's mustard in this. No, there's no mustard. You have something in a packet. Hit the the button there. You have something in a packet, and this scares me. Actually, here, give me the spoon back. No, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I'm going to regret this. You're not going. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be t- truly terrible. Is instant coffee? Maybe. That's okay. So we have instant coffee. Yep. What else? Well, do you remember the beginning of this movie? Barely. <laughs> I just watched it the other day, but barely. So at the beginning of this movie, Kristen. Yep. Which were they not calling her Kirsten in the beginning of they this movie? Did. No, they absolutely did. They called her Kristen. They also called her Briston at one point. <laughs> somebody Briston. somebody said her name with a B. Okay. So oh no. Uh so at the beginning Is this of this coffee and coke? Yeah, at the beginning of the movie. For fuck's sake. Uh Kristen or Kirsten or Briston. <laughs> Briston. Uh however however you want to refer to her. She's trying to stay up all night. She's trying to never sleep again, and she grabs a spoon, and she grabs a a can of Maxwell House instant coffee crystals. I couldn't find Maxwell House, so I got Folgers. Okay. She takes a spoonful of coffee crystals. Oh, no. (laughs) And washes it down with some Coca-Cola. Oh, no. You're doing this with me, right? Yeah. This is a terrible idea. Yeah, it's just like having a half a cup of coffee. It's a terrible idea. All right, you ready, bud? I don't think I've ever eaten ground instant coffee. Well, you're about to try. Cheers. To the Cheers. To the never sleep again. Oh, my God, dude. Mmm. <laughs> that was a horrible idea. Mm. oh it's awful that's terrible but also not terrible i don't think Um, i've tasted anything (laughs) that bitter in my life mm. oh my god she always goes down smooth 
That that taste is going to stick with you for the rest of the night. <laughs> Maybe the rest of the year, honestly. <laughs> Fuck. Also, you're going to be up until 5 a.m. No, I won't. No, Coffee won't. puts me to sleep. Oh, um, well, you're going to be asleep by the end of the show. Well, then. I hope not. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, back, to, back to Nightmare 3. <laughs> but also, Jesus. do you want a beer? <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, oh, I, do you want a Fudgy Kruger? This movie starts... Oh, yeah. Obviously, the Fudgy Kruger. We've already tasted this uh, on the show, so yep. you know what we're talking about. But are you only getting one out? Oh, yeah, because we're splitting them. Yep. Derp. Here. Well, I got to finish this. All right. We'll just pour it whenever you're ready. I still got to have a beer to drink. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. So, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I always want to say Friday the 13th. A Nightmare on Elm Street, Part 3, Dream Warriors, featuring uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh, yeah. Heather Langenkamp makes her triumphant return. Okay. Continue with this. I have a first thing that I want to say when we get started here. But go through the cast. Okay. Robert the cast. Robert England, of Slurring course. Slurring my words. <laughs> go, go through the cast. Um, what, what's the other? Who are the other? Oh, Larry Fishburne. Oh, la- not not Lawrence Fishburne. Larry. Larry Fishburne. Specifically Larry Fishburne. And you know what? He's awesome in this movie. Dude. I actually really like yeah. this character. L- uh, Lawrence Fishburne as Max was awesome in this movie. Uh, Clay, um, the, uh, John John Saxon makes a return as mm-hmm. uh, Heather Langenkamp, a.k.a. Nancy as, Thompson's not, dad, not, Lieutenant Thompson. Say not as Heather Langenkamp. <laughs> <laughs> as as uh, Nancy Thompson's father, Lieutenant Thompson, he comes back. Uh, I think that's pretty much it as far as the return. Uh, you have Ken Sagos as Kincaid, um, Rodney Eastman as Joey, mm-hmm. uh, Bradley Philip, Bradley Gregg as Philip, who might as well just be Sean Astin. He's sort of Sean Astin adjacent. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. I feel like this movie with all the returning cast, the way that they handled. Langenkamp coming back, her dad, and all that kind of stuff. I feel like this would have served better as like a fourth or fifth sequel. Why? Like I almost feel like they brought her back too quickly. Really? Yeah. Like it. It seems like um, this movie would have been like the return to form after a couple of sequels that didn't do so well. Right? They bring the original cast back. Like, oh, now she's back. You know, it'd be like if if uh, in. What's a? I'm trying to think of a series where, but the main characters came back after like four movies, you know. I don't. I how? I are there a lot of those? I, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are, but now I don't that know. Talking about it, I'm having a hard time thinking of. To them. me, to me, you had the original Nightmare, right? Yeah. And everybody loved those characters. Then you had the second movie, which critically was kind of a bomb. Sure. Right. Sure. So why not come back in with? Because I, I liked I mean, Heather Heather Langenkamp and uh, John Saxon were really the only two, and, and uh, Robert England obviously. They were really the only three returning actors. Yeah. Um, so you're still introduced to a whole new ensemble of characters. True. And then, like, I, I thought that the way that they brought her back in as, like, this, you know... Uh, sleep study doctor slash expert in in uh in in nightmare it's only uh, been two years how can she be an expert in anything two years 
It's not been two years. It's only been well. It's, it's been, been a six, year, six years. No, it's only been a year since between the last movie and this movie, according to uh, the history. So I, I, I thought she's. I thought that they said six years. Maybe it's been six years since the first movie, but since the last movie. Well, yeah, she was yeah, in the okay. first movie, so okay. that so that would mean that would mean she finished high school, went to four or five years of of college, right? Okay, that's fair. That's fair, I suppose. But she is a is she a doctor? No, she's not. She's no, an she's intern. Not a doctor. She's, she's, a, yeah, she's an intern, she's right? An intern, yeah. Right. So yep. And it also seemed like uh, like she specifically. She probably finagled her way into being at this place, right? Because she, yeah, it, she would have had to have, right? Like, like that's the only way that it makes sense that she's in with these specific kids, right? And I do, and to 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 speak on that, I like this. I like this setup. Like, I I really like this idea of a hospital setting with all of these kids who are, you know, seemingly troubled kids, but they're all suffering from the same overarching uh, issue, which is, like, horrible nightmares and... And all of them talking about... Like, (laughs) I don't understand how... I don't... I I don't understand how... um, and, and maybe in real life, who knows how this would go, but, like, if you brought seven kids into a psychiatric hospital... And all of them talked about having nightmares, and all of them detailed seeing the same dude in their nightmares. It's like just a delusion. Yeah, like <laughs> Doctor Sims in this movie, it She's just so dumb. just pisses me off. Yeah. She's like, "Oh, yep. well, you're all just obviously having a shared delusion. You can't have a shared delusion." When we've all seen him separately before we were all at this place, like yeah, that's it's just really bad. It's not the way that works. I don't like. I, I don't. How do? There's got to be. There's got to be stuff in real life where, like a, a like a, a a doctor. Oh, thank you. Like when it comes to studies and stuff like that, there's got to be two different uh, schools of 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 doctors when it comes to stuff like this like doctors who are really open-minded or willing to explore the more i don't know almost supernatural sure or, yeah you know well, what I mean? I mean i think it depends on your upbringing too though like I, i'm not gonna say like there's there's definitely different schools of thoughts i feel like the people who are more um open to the idea of the supernatural stuff mm-hmm. they're going to be the doctors that are kind of shunned and like right. that is quacks <clears throat> right you know right where <clears throat> if you're if you're one that's just falling in line with the the doctor program then <clears throat> you're you're that doctor you know i don't know like i i feel like i the doc, the main guy in these movie in this movie uh he seems like he wants to be one way but struggles with it, mm-hmm. you know, because he, he he tends to fold pretty quickly in terms of in terms of what he believes. Yeah, but why? Boy, it's a pretty good reason, in fairness. <laughs> but really, why? Well, because like, he wants to bang. Because uh, Nancy's yeah. a babe. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what it comes down to. Like, if it was, he's if, way older than her too. You fucking creep. I'm just putting that out there. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like, uh, people were making a big. Um, stink about like because there's for some reason there was uh um uh 
the spotlight had been turned back on the year 1993 or 94, whenever the fuck Jurassic Park came out. Yeah. And they were talking about the age difference between Sam Neill and uh, um, Laura, uh, Dern. Laura Dern. Yeah. And I'm like, have you guys, have you or never? Was it that big? It was like 16 years. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, she was, only, she was only like 20 six i think when that movie came out so he should have been dating her dad then bruce dern <laughs> yeah that is that what we're getting at exactly <laughs> okay I, but I, I'm like, I, I would I'm, still I'm watch like, that movie That's i'm funny. like people were making making such a big deal out of that and i'm like look at every other movie in hot like just within the past couple weeks i've watched three or four movies where the yeah. age difference between the lead man and the lead lady who end up having some sort of romantic relationship is oh over a decade at least. Can I can I can I point something else out? What? They're actors. Oh yeah, that whole thing too. <laughs> it's not a real situation here, people. Come on. Come right. on now. Um, um Yeah, I, so so anyway, uh he, I th- I think that like I th- to me that that's part of the reason that he's pretty easily swayed. That's no, I, I, 100%. In his thinking. Did you also notice that he looks like a weird cross between Bill Maher and the dad from the Santa or the stepdad from the Santa Claus? Bill Maher and the oh, Judge Reinhold? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all he was reminding me of the entire movie. You know me, I see people in weird yeah, ways. Oh like, yeah, yeah. That's no, that's I, that's, that's spot what I was on. Saying. That's spot on though. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like Judge Reinhold with Bill Maher's nose. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Sure. <laughs> um so anyway, uh you have this group of kids at this psychiatric hospital who are all having sort of this shared psychosis, like this this shared delusion of this like, guy trying to get the, them in their dreams. Yeah, none of them feel like they should be there too, like because right. none of them are crazy. Right, they're all actually having these dreams. Right, they're not crazy, but they're being treated like they're crazy. But they're doing things that would be perceived as crazy. Like the one girl is burning herself with cigarettes right sure. she's there's a lot of self-harm going on oh. there's a lot of like there's in fairness you were in the emo scene well yeah <laughs> there's uh there's a, a a girl who uh well the the one girl taryn is like a an ex-junkie yep. and stuff like that yep. so there's a lot of they're they are troubled kids sure there's a lot going on and to the medical eye what they're going through seems like the type of stuff that you would need to put kids in a mental hospital. For. It also makes sense that Freddie would prey on these weak-minded kids. The now, kids with problems, the kids with addictions, the kids with this and that. You know, that now makes at, sense. At one point, Nancy mentions to the group of them that they are all the last children of Elm Street. Yeah. So... Are they all kids from Elm Street? Like, yes. is that what we're supposed yeah, to get? The, the idea and so, that- and so that goes back to what we were talking about last week. We were t- kind of talking about like, what's the significance of fourteen twenty eight Elm Street? Sure, he's he really never is. I mean, like, that's where the movie takes place. So that's where we see him showing up to like go after Heather. But he's never he's never locked to that house. Like, he's all over Elm Street. <laughs> what? What are you laughing at? Oh, I'm dying. I'm laughing because it, it, the doctors never put together two and two that all these kids are from the same street. Wait a second. <laughs> that never dawns on them. You're all from the same street. This whole street has a death cult. 
Literally, like, yeah, like the, the the story does explain that they're all the last kids of Elm Street. All of their parents were the people that killed Freddy. So, this, well, this hold on, story, hold, well, hold on. Their parents might have since moved. It well, is, it is. Po- they're, they're still like the descendants of the people of Elm yeah, okay, Street. Fine. So, like, they're they might the they might not actually yeah. they might not actually all still live on Elm sure. Street. Sure, they're 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 the punk rock band of Elm Street right. descendants. Sure. <laughs> um. But no, they all had that connection, though. Right. It's shocking to me that these stupid doctors couldn't figure that out. But um, yeah, so that's their connection. I I do like, I do like the idea that they're trying to thread the story still through the Elm Street. You know, it, that brings up the house being you know a focal point if something happened there. That's where his glove was buried. Maybe he's tied to it like Mm -hmm. a stupid ghost. We talked about that last week too. Who knows? But I do like the idea they still try to tie, tie the story to that at least. Outside of that part of the story, nothing about this movie is reminiscent of the first two. When you think of Freddy Krueger, you think of, we talked about this last week, we we like pizza face Freddy Krueger. We like fun Freddy Krueger. Mm-hmm. We like the comedic, right? This is the movie where that started. Right. He's not quite pizza face Freddy yet, right? He's right. like a, an amalgamation of the first two movies kind of into what he's going to become. Sure. But this is the movie where when you think of, when you think of like really inventive Freddy Krueger kills. Yeah. Which kills do you think of? Um, well, one of the first ones that I remember seeing as a kid, one of my earliest memories, aside from Jason with the belt across yeah. the eyes in, in, in number five, is the Jason or the uh, Freddy worm. The Freddy worm, yeah. The when worm. He's eating the eating, girl. Yeah. When he's yep. eating uh, 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 Kristen. Uh, yeah, the one that wants to be the actress. Right? No, her? no, no, Kristen, the the main uh, Patricia Arquette. Oh yes, yeah. I'm sorry, because she gets saved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. he's eating her, oh, that's absolutely. one of my yeah. For me, it's uh, that, Welcome to Prime Time, bitch. Yeah, like, Welcome that to Prime scene, Time. The heroin fingers, like all of the the really... one that I mentioned last week with the hearing aid. Yeah. Uh, um, the the one where he's wait, wait, hearing aid. Which one was that? That's there's the there's the kid who's wears hearing aids and he and Freddie makes the hearing aids into like spiders. That's not this movie. And they no, not in this movie. No, no. You're asking so, what are so, the, you're asking what are my most memorable Freddy kills? Fair, okay, okay. That one. And he drops he drops a, a like a bunch of pins and makes the kid's head explode. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. I haven't seen the sequels in a long time, so I'm oh, yeah. actually looking forward to revisiting that because that one's not as familiar to me well, as spoiler alert. you. <laughs> my point is this though: this movie contains some of the most iconic freddy kills in the entire series well this is this is the first movie is this is this creates fun freddy right this is the first movie where he takes what makes the kid uh i like unique yeah or i guess they're i guess they're weakness in a way right like he takes i don't even know if i would say weakness it just takes their personalities well, I, I, and, in a in a way, in a way, it's their weakness. Because uh, oh no, heroin's, I guess heroin's not a weakness. <laughs> I, I don't know. I get okay. What you're so at. It's, he crafts the kill around the person who they are. Like there's the kid who makes the puppets. Yep. And he and he like strings his veins up to make him into a marionette and yep. have him. Oh, and, and so good. Has him jump That's off the. Such an iconic scene. Yeah. 
Freddy up in the clouds, marionette and, and the kid. And then when he snips oh the strings God, or so the, the veins, rather. So good. Um, yeah, Taryn with the 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 uh, um, hypodermic needle yep. fingers. Yep, that's um, iconic. See, I remember, is there another, is there like a deleted scene where you see her, because in the version that I watched, he shoves the needles into her arms, mm-hmm. and then you see the fluid draining from the needles but yep. then you don't see anything after that i seem to remember a version of it where it goes back up to her face and she's foaming th- from the mouth i mean that strikes me as maybe a deleted scene i don't know that you, i've seen that does though. that sound familiar no, to you it doesn't to me that doesn't that that strikes me as something that they would have done hmm. i've not seen that though I will check the lead scenes though. It's it, it it might be like a Mandela effect thing or something. I have it no could idea. be something else that you're just kind of putting together. Too. Yeah, I might be mixing too. Um, but yeah, and then like the wheelchair, like the like yeah. the badass metal looking wheelchair coming at the kid. Well, in fairness, Friday the Thirteenth though has the wheelchair kills down. That's true. That is the best wheelchair. <laughs> I do kill love the wheelchair kill in this one too, but like, yeah, that's got down. <laughs> um. But no, this movie, like every single outside of the story part of the kills, mm-hmm. the the effects, the behind the scenes, practical effects part mm. of the kills, every kill is different. Yeah, there's armatures, there's metal work, there's puppetry, yeah. there's there's regular claymation. effects, there's claymation. Yeah. Like every, it seems like every single kill in this movie makes use of a different special effect, right. which makes this movie so different. From everything else, even mm-hmm. what comes after it, what came before it, everything else. Like, I feel like Dream Warriors is the movie that made the statement that Freddy Krueger is the slasher that has fun, right? Even though, like, like I said, we, we, what we refer to as Pizza Face Freddy, he's not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. I think maybe that comes in the next movie. Again, I haven't seen them What's in years. The next one, Dream Master. I think it's Dream Master, yeah. yeah. I think that might come in the next movie, but but even still, even his face, the the makeup effects in this movie were yeah. in that vein. Yeah. His voice, however, I hated in this movie. It was really weird. Like it it went in and out. Yeah. Like sometimes sometimes there was that deep, you know, like the the deep uh, modulated freddy voice that you're then, used to and, and then, then every once in a while it, just it was just like robert, robert england's voice yes, yeah. it was really like, bizarre. him going like this right yeah 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 what was that all about i don't know it's like it and even still the even if there was modulation on his voice sometimes it wasn't much right you know like that felt like very much like they use his more natural voice for the character which didn't work i wonder if that was intentional though just just like to to blur the line, like if, just stay with me here for a second. Sure. What if he does that to blur the line between dream and reality? Because in order for, in order for you to be, in order for you to die in a dream and for it to be your reality, that line needs to be blurred. Like you actually have to believe that you're dying. Sure. So like if you confront this, being in your dream and he's got this oh, this voice that's very like obviously sure. a dream monster voice but then all of a sudden he comes up and he's about to stab you in the gut with his fingers and he sounds like this and he's about to stab like it becomes more real you know what i mean maybe i don't know i'm just trying to 
I don't know that I'm I trying, buy that. I'm trying to spin gold out of shit here. But I, can, like, I, can give you, I can give you the benefit of the doubt, but I don't necessarily believe it. It makes sense, though, right? No. It makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. Like, it, it th- there, there was... Did you ever... Did you ever were you ever scared of that when you were younger? I actually heard of like what? one of my one of my older cousins told me when I was younger that if like make sure you whatever you do make sure you never die in a dream because you will die in real life. My cousin have, my I, cousin no. told me that yeah, because I, he was I've a dick. That. I've heard that. And so I actually was extremely scared of that when I was younger. I was like, "Oh my god, if I die, I'm going to So like the idea usually like especially me i i dream in very i like i have very fanciful dreams right okay like very out there obviously not grounded in reality at all so which dreams shouldn't be well i'm but but like but if something like in order for the dream like if you think about it in terms of the dream being out to get you and wanting to kill you in the real world it would need to ground itself in reality a little more Okay. So it makes sense for him to like have this big booming modulated voice and then as he gets closer to you and he gets ready for the kill, he has more of a natural voice to make your brain think like, oh, this is this is it. I'm actually I don't know. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I, yeah, I get I it. Know. I get it, yeah. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. No, I, I, I totally get it. I just think that I just I just think you're full of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't know that I'm on the same page as you, honestly. Or maybe they just forgot to fucking edit his voice. No, sometimes. I think they thought that that was what was going to be effective. It just didn't work. I think it's literally just a case of bad decision making. You think so? Yeah, that's all it was, honestly. Right on. Um, I also think too that like, I wish that I would have seen this movie without the knowledge of what the rest of the Freddy series was, because like by the time I saw these movies, it was way after they came out, right? I already knew who pop culture Freddy was. Mm-hmm. By the time that I would have seen these movies, I already knew what to expect. Can you imagine going from the first movie to the second movie and then going to the theaters the first night, right? Mm. But new Freddy Krueger. And then you see this, mm-hmm. right? Originally, in the first two movies, two kind of experimented more with him being in the real world and using real world like implements against the people mm-hmm. but this movie like really really took a turn with again with all the different types of effects and then the, the types of kills were just so inventive right yeah. and, and the tone the entire tone of the movie was different mm-hmm. can you imagine going from those first two movies that were more of a darker tone to this movie that was way more fun mm-hmm. like that would have been such a great thing to experience yeah, that would have been cool and I'm, and I'm kind of bummed they didn't because like watching Freddy Krueger from even at a young age when these movies have already been out, you know the character. You're expecting the fun character of Freddy. You're expecting this, ha ha ha, I'm going to slash you. It's more fat Albert, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like that's, you're expecting that. Right. So when it happens, you're really not all that perplexed by it. Yeah. I wish that I could be seeing Freddy Krueger for the first time in like a positive light in the sense of where he's fun. You yeah. know, I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. Um, that being said, I feel like this movie is just, it just does such a great job of establishing Freddy as that type of character, mm-hmm. which establishes him then further for the entire rest of the series. Yeah. Had he kept on being dark and brooding, I don't know that we would have gotten eight movies out of him. Well, just honestly, uh, well, because there was nothing, 
there was really nothing to him in especially in 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 the second movie like he would he would show up he would cause uh um uh jesse to do something bad and then he would disappear right Mm -hmm. like there was no you are you are this being who lives in the in in the dream world sure in the realm of dreams you can literally do whatever you want and so and 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 like they didn't take advantage of that in the second movie whatsoever i like at least in the first movie like <clears throat> Because in in the second movie they didn't do it like in the first movie they did the thing where his arms are sure. really outstretched in the in the in the uh, alleyway, well, which is the to, second... to this day is one of the most unnerving things. Sure. Well, the <laughs> second movie was also portrayed more of a possession movie. Right. They ignored. They kind of ignored the rules set forth right. in the first movie. Which, whereas the third movie goes back to those rules. Which I feel like in the like in the grand scheme of what you wanted Freddy to. Be or what Freddie became was a mistake. Even though I, you know, I still enjoyed the movie to a certain sure. degree, but like Freddie Krueger lives and kills in the dream world. He should be like absolutely. The kills should be over the top. They should be he, like he should be able to manipulate the environment in any way that he and he does wants to. I love how yeah, when they fall that's... asleep, they think they're waking up and then instantly they wake up and now they're they look around suddenly they're in the Elm Street house. Like I love how they they play that back and forth. Or you it wake up or you wake up that. and suddenly a sexy nurse is getting naked in front of you. Well, sure. <laughs> that doesn't happen to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, every once in a while. All the time. And then I and then I always end up getting lowered into a pit of fire we, every we be, single time. We would be remiss if we didn't mention the nun who has a profound effect on Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Which I never, I, I, I've seen this movie before, never never stayed with me that Freddy's mom was a was somebody who was basically gang raped over, over a bunch of times yeah. and then became a nun afterwards. Well, I mean, uh, after going through that, I'm, I don't think living a normal life would be something you'd be interested in, right? Don't ask anybody on Pornhub. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> What's the, what does she call him? And it sounds kind of badass, even though it's awful, awful, awful what she went through. Oh, the, uh, she calls him the bastard son of a hundred maniacs. Oh, ew. So he's a whole bunch of spermies. Well, because that's she said she got so she's telling the story. I actually, I actually, that's not how human reproduction works, though. I actually liked this angle of the movie, like because obviously from the first time you see her, you know that she's supernatural. Yeah, right. Obviously, yeah. Um, she disappears when you see, and like I said, like I said a few weeks ago. Uh, or or last week when we were talking like the character of the nun in the nun movie to me is a compelling and striking character just because of the like the physical uh the 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 physical appearance of a nun to me even though they're supposed to be these holy they can be unsettling they're fu- they're creepy in sure, a way sure and like and especially like she's dressed in all white she reminded me of uh she reminded me, she actually reminded me of the nun from the exorcist the third exorcist movie the one who comes out of nowhere and beheads the guy oh, like yeah. one of the scariest jump scares in all of well, horror history one of the scariest jump scares is also in the exorcist three when 
locks the door to the room, and then instantly somebody walks out after him. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. It's oh. a nun. Oh, and she's kind of uh, yeah. Oh. And she's holding the fucking the the. Why clippers. am I not remembering her with clippers? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go on. She's holding like big hedge clippers. Apologies. Go on. Um. So yeah, that conjured up that image for me. First of all, but like you see her, you know she's you know she's supernatural from the very get right. And then every other time he sees her, like she's like the one time when she's up in the tower, she's behind a locked door. So you know that she's you know she's a ghost or something sure, like that. Sure. I actually thought that was a pretty cool angle. I, I but knew like that the she was story too. that she tells about herself. You don't know it's her at the time, but like it's it's pretty fucked up. I, I kinda hate the idea that, oh, the nun is Freddie's mom. Like, I don't know. It seems very played out to me. Like it seems very kitschy honestly i I know the whole story is kind of kitschy but (laughs) like i don't know like it just it just kind of seems like a cop out like oh here's this crazy here's this weird thing to say freddy krueger's mother has to be explained now i wish they would have left him completely ambiguous i don't think that you need to tell where he came from what his history is he's just a crazy motherfucker yeah who is stuck to this I mean, I'd be Elm Street area. I mean, I'd be fine with that too. But like knowing knowing his origin is, I mean, like it's pretty like just the way she describes the horrific uh, events that led up to his conception. Uh-huh. Like, it, you can imagine that would breed. That would breed a, an absolute monster, right? Sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I don't think that's actually how biology works. But, no, one hundred percent though. Like that's not a normal childhood. You're gonna grow up kind of fucked up from that, right? So well, and he didn't he even up, like if he grew up way fucked up, then so be it. Yeah. But um, so I don't know. I I I thought that was a pretty interesting story. I thought it was pretty cool. And then when he finally sees, like, it was totally predictable though. Like as soon as she said, "Oh, her name was Amanda Kruger," I yeah, go, "Well, that's yeah. Amanda Kruger." Sure, sure. Well, I've sure. seen this movie obviously too before, but like, and then when she walks and you see her disappear behind the mausoleum, and he walks around and he sees the headstone, and he's like, "Oh shit!" Like we, yeah, we didn't even talk about how the kids all have superpowers when they're in their dreams. That yeah, be, and and it's important because of where the series goes well, from here. Dream warriors—they're yeah, called exactly. the dream warriors—and yeah. I love that aspect too because we all have that same like it's lucid dreaming. You yeah, can do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah, like me, I fly in my dreams. Me, I, I just jerk off. <laughs> you jerk it's, off it's, in your dreams. It's the same thing in normal life. <laughs> you're, just, you're web spinning. You're just. <laughs> I'm <laughs> Spider Man. <laughs> No, no do, do you do you have like a a, a specific thing in your dreams though that you can do? I don't lucid dream, so if I remember my well, at least I don't think I do. If I actually remember my dreams, they're no, they're not really dreams like that. They're more experience type things. Mm. So if I do that, then so be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I do. Right on. Yeah. So if you could, well, if you could have a power, a dream warrior power to fight Freddy, what would it be? To fight Freddy? Well, I mean, like, if you could have a dream warrior power and then you just so happen to maybe end up in a situation where you're fighting Freddy, what would you want your dream warrior power to be? Probably something like uh, the 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 person that can, like, do, like, mutant stuff, you know? Blast energy out of their hands. I feel like that'd be effective against Freddy. 
what would that be like um telekinesis not like, telekin- uh, like cyclops if i could blow friggin lasers out of my eyes <laughs> i feel like that would be pretty beneficial against freddy krueger sure yeah yeah okay yeah there you go that's, that's it fair. uh mine is our like mine is useless because i already know that in mine i fly that's useless and he can get you yeah yeah you're fucked yeah because he can be whatever he wants <laughs> you're fucked i like how i like how uh <laughs> they all have like they all have special powers um like kincaid's super strong Taryn is a badass with switchblades uh they all die though the the, the one kid can walk <laughs> My super, I can, I can walk. Oh, he's all, well. He's also a, a wizard master. Yeah. Oh, he is. Or that's true. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. whatever or, well, he plays D and D a lot. Right. So yeah. And then and then Kristen, she can do parkour. <laughs> like, how is that useful for parkour. you? <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, they're not the most inventive ideas, but they work out though. Do? Uh. The uh, the mirror scene toward the end is one of my favorite scenes. I think it's really cool. When they all get backed into that hallway, they finally get Joey. Like, because Joey's been tied up with tongues. He's been tongue-tied the whole sure, time, which sure. is funny because he's he the mute. Yeah. Um, and then they finally get him, and then they, they get backed into the... Uh, to the hallway with all the mirrors. Mm-hmm. And Freddy shows up in all the mirrors, and he starts dragging everybody everybody away. And then Joey, who's been the mute the whole time, screams. And his scream is so loud that he shatters all the mirrors. And that's a really cool shot when all the mirrors shatter and all three of the people come flying out of the mirrors. Yes, absolutely. And hit the ground. That's yep. a really, really cool shot. It is It is. They, cool. And they had, like, um, I was reading something, like, this was all before CGI, right? So the shots where they were, where Freddy was pulling them into the mirrors yeah like what they had yeah yeah, what they had to do to accomplish that was was dude filmmaking back in the 80s was art yeah like knowing how to to pull that kind of stuff off i mean i know it's still art but like back then it was like really art yeah you know yeah appreciated more right it was like oh we'll do it in post and it was problem solving yeah, it was problem oh, yeah. solving. Like you had to on the fly, like figure out how the f- how are we I, gonna make this look like Freddy's pulling somebody into a mirror. Yeah, I miss the day when the the term "we'll do it in post" didn't exist. <laughs> I miss those days. <laughs> I just do. Like yeah. that's not to say that things couldn't be done on computers. Sure. But the idea of them not even doing anything to like I don't know. Yeah. It bothers me. Fuck it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what what do you think of Nightmare Three? Is Nightmare Three one of your I favorites? I loved it. It's, yeah, uh, out of the first three so far, it's my favorite, hands down. Yep. Um, right. obvi- obviously, no, the first Nightmare movie has a special place in my heart. But sure. this is the movie where Freddy hits his stride. I agree. If I'm going off of the first three movies and there's nothing else that exists in terms of favorites, I'm going three, one, two, three, one, two for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Yeah, like I said, three has all unless, the, such iconic. Unless kills. you're living in a world where the 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 Jackie Earl Haley remake <laughs> exists, it doesn't. And then we go that one, and oh, then and then and then, and then three one two. Sure, sure, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, anyway, though, yeah, that's uh, that's the show for the week. Yeah. 
That's uh, that's Dream Warriors. Next week, we're coming back at you with the Dream Master. The Dream Master. Which, for some reason, is the only one that is not streaming on HBO Max. Oh, really? So weird. I'm going to have to rent it somewhere. Ah, but weird. Um, Maybe I'll have you over to watch it one night. Because I, I own it, James. I doubt it. <laughs> we can try. You, you haven't called me in over a year. I'm You've really, called me in over I'm, a year. I'm really fairness. doubting. In fairness, this is a two-way street, bitch. Putting that out there. It's really not. I have kids and a wife. <laughs> I have a wife and food. You have nothing. <laughs> I have, you're right. I have nothing. Um, not yet, at least. Um, no, but um, that's next week. We have to figure out something to go with Dream Master. Wishmaster. Oh. Ma- uh, Puppet Master. Oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We got, we got something good. Uh, um, um, Master Bader. <laughs> Cock the craze, movie. <laughs> cock craze cunts. The movie. Done. <laughs> All right. Uh, James. Yes. Where, where can uh, find well, us? hey, man. Until next week, if you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzkill Podcast. And if you don't want to find us, you can find us at the Buzzkill on Twitter. Fuck. That's the first time in a long time I fucked that up. Whoa, dude. Whoa. If you don't want to find us, you can you cannot find us on Twitter at the Buzzkill PC. You can also not find us on all major streaming services at the Buzzkill Podcast. Uh, this week, you know, we tell you to tell people nobody does it, so let's just go crazy this week. Tell the man on the moon. We're more likely to get alien visitors than people visitors these days. It's not, so it's not aliens on the moon. The, the dark side of the moon. There's just American footprints. Buzz Aldrin said there was aliens on the dark side of the moon. There's just American footprints, baby, because my main man, Buzz Aldrin. No, no, no. Buzz Aldrin is part of the conspiracy. Him and Neil Armstrong, they saw some shit, is all I'm saying. Look it up. True story. I think you're thinking of Europa. I'm not. No. You know what's crazy? I Sorry. Don't. Last little tidbit before we go. Do you remember seeing Hale Bop when we were 12 years old? I remember Hale Bop. I never saw it, though. It was in the sky for 18 months. Okay. I'm guessing you saw it. I don't think that anybody in my family cared enough to show young me that. Wow. Then everybody in your family is a piece of shit. <laughs> or they all died because they committed suicide because Hale Bop came by and they were all part of Heaven's Gate. So they were all part of Heaven's Gate, <laughs> yep. but they didn't bother to tell you about it. <laughs> nope, nope. Apparently, I was the uh, odd guy out. Well, my point is, <laughs> we saw that in 1997. Sure. I saw it. Uh, it's not going to come back close to us again until the year like 4,325. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, these new, uh, <laughs> these new Heaven's Gate people are going to be really old. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? Isn't it weird to think that we, like... No, it's not crazy, because the universe is fucking huge. That doesn't shock me. It's just weird to think that, like, we got to experience something. Obviously, you didn't, because you don't fucking remember it. But we got to experience something that our children's 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 children won't experience. Yeah, there's lots of things they won't experience. Like what? VHS. Touche. See you next week. (laughs) All right. Bye. I'm going to watch my beta of fucking cock crazed cunts.